The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Thank you, and here we go. It is, it absolutely is, The Gutter Skypes, episode 30. Play session 8 of Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies. And it's been a while since credit has been given where credit is due, so I'll do that now. Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies was written by Chad Underkoffler. It was published by Atomic Sock Monkey Press and Evil Hat Productions. And we had the full Gutter Skypes crew on for this particular game session. Role-playing Kuruk was Blind Geek. Role-playing Pard was Andros. Role-playing Ravenna de Mistiere was Nikki. Role-playing Captain Carlson was Mark Kinney of All Games Considered. And GMing was myself. Anum 5. A lot happens in this, uh, in this session. Much, much, much information is relayed. And uh, I'm not going to go on any further here. I'm not going to talk anymore. Here it is. Play Session 8, Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies, The Gutter Skypes. Please enjoy. If you put your uh, your uh, cursor over the like grayed-out pictures of them... I'm getting a little button on the bottom left corner of the graphic. Does that let you do anything? Or uh, Okay, yes it is. Cool. Hello? You know how long it took uh, Mark Kinney to figure out how I could call you? <laughs> no, how long? 2.2 seconds. As long as you've been... Wa- well, it, this is just... It's, <laughs> They fixed it. That's the problem. Yay! Now I'll try. Uh, now I'll try. Is it because me. I upgraded? No, it's because I upgraded. Oh. Well, I did too. I've got a bigger number than you now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have pizza? Damn it! No. I don't either, so don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I, I used to go over to the list on my on my left, and I used to just right-click the name and find the thing in the drop-down that said "Invite to Conference." It yeah. was that way for a year. Then I upgraded, and, and it all became a mystery thing. Like um, Now it's all root. God, that was weird. Okay, hello. Ah, there we go. Hi. Hello. Now we can, hello. Complete, now we can complete the Sesame Street thing. Five! <laughs> five Gutter Skypes players! I was I was just trying to chat you to see because I know I've been online for a while and I noticed everybody else has been online for a while. I'm thinking, okay, this is weird. Do they know I'm on? What? So I was going to chat you and say, is everything well? And as I was in the little, well, I guess you guys just click. I go into the little, the little uh, context menu because it's easier for my screen reader. And uh, I was in there, and then the thing went bing to let me know that the call was coming in, and I'm racing around trying to find the thing that says quick answer and couldn't find it had to <laughs> where, go 
is it? Yeah, that's okay. oh. we were just talking One about you behind your back. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Again, as that's usual. Fun. Hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a, um, forgot the name of, I'm a, I'm a, a thingy. <laughs> what the hell is the name of my tra- my island? For God's sake, I'm I'm a yeah, shaka rook. I'm a shaka rook. We don't care whether you're talking about us behind our back or in front of our face, as long as you're <laughs> very shaka. There you go. <laughs> the Oscar oh. Wilde school of tribal. Right. Uh, yeah. We don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, you know what? I think I managed to disable the stupid microphone on my stupid laptop. Can I check real quick? You sound much, much better this week, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you all I sound mean, crystal clear, so. I mean, you always sound good, but I mean, oh, you know what? stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to unplug the headset, and I'm going to keep yapping the way I do, and you guys tell me if you can hear me, okay? Be right back. Okay. If this breaks something, I'm going to be so... I was just going to say... Oh, dear. <laughs> We went to all this effort to get this working, and and then mm-hmm. and then yeah, we have to quit with a with a vampire impersonation. Look at that! Look at that! She dropped off. Oh, oh no! She no. Didn't. <laughs> really? She didn't. No, she didn't. She still. She there. did. Okay. Now, now, Mark, for some reason, you sound like you're you're in in uh, the, the. There I am. Deep okay. space. That was us from, from somewhere far off in the. In the distance. Am I going cyborg? It's the secret battle station orbiting Mars. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> like I said on the, the last AGC. Oh, man. Huh. Which I, have, I am way behind in podcasts, so I haven't heard yet, which is oh, no reflection you? on anyone's podcast in particular. I am just, like, way, way far behind in podcasts in general. Oh. So. Then you haven't heard the news? I understand. I, I not. You haven't what? heard that that Hasbro is going to be buying out all games considered? <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! Wow! It was it was reported on. Uh, oh wow! Amorphous Blobcast. Was Amorphous it? Blobcast? Yes. <laughs> Actually, I was going to pick some other podcast just to perpetuate the uh, I don't know, kicked in the dice bags or whatever. The, some other <laughs> yeah, kicked in the dice bags. Um. All right. Uh, well, I are you? I have a question about the emails that we were sent, sir. No. We're, oh, that we're, was weird. Okay, now you're fine. So better. Let's, you came. You came through on the laptop before I plugged you in. How bizarre was that? I think there's something paranormal going on with your laptop. Yeah, I think that wretched microphone has reconnected itself somehow. Yes, it is. It is possessed by the spirit of the nineteen of a nineteen forties Hollywood uh, movie star of, of some unknown variety. <laughs> Demanding to be heard. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk to me. I'm all better. I'm just going to sit here. Be hey, quiet. we're going to have plenty of time to game. <laughs> uh, Right, <laughs> even though it's twenty after seven, because there's no uh, there's no emails. Oh, cool. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hang on, you, hang on. You, I'll make one. Can you make one up? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Dear gutter skypes, you guys are the best. So fabulous, funny. Ha ha ha! I fell over laughing. No, no, wait. Um, I laughed until I stopped. 
<laughs> exactly. Yes. That works well, I, should be getting, I should be getting Cartoon Action Hour Episode 5 to you sometime very soon. I, oh, I, cool. was, I finally got off my ass and started editing the thing. I'll admit, I, I was going to make, make some excuse about, oh, I've been editing it all this time. No, I haven't. I've been just forgetting to do it and... You could you know, have told thinking, me I'd have believed you. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. No, I, I'm too honest. But the funny thing was, and I, I anyone who I had an idiot moment last night. I started editing and I was you know how every every time we get together there's the banter the pre game banter and I was going through that and I finally started editing the game and Josh was going through the recap and I thought When did that last bit happen? Oh dear! And all of a sudden, yeah, I realized I've spent the last hour and a half editing the wrong goddamn episode. <laughs> so I had to. And then you heard the trombone in the background. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Oh, that bites! It hey, really did. It, it so happened weird. to me, and I—I I mean, I just posted them in the wrong order. You remember the character creation oh, thing, right? Right. right. Yeah. yeah, I edited the second one we did first, and then the first one we did second, and I just posted them in that order. It's like, what the hell? Wait, so you let the cat out of the bag? I thought that was just creative. <laughs> yeah, it was a choice, a design <laughs> choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was we'll let him get know the characters and show how they were created. Yeah, <laughs> I was doing an artistic experiment in time, that kind of thing. <laughs> you betcha. Kind oh, of this, oral it, performance art, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, well, exactly. this whole thing is a is a thing in time. You know, we can go, "Hello, people in the future, we are talking to you from the past." So, well, <laughs> Think about I, that. That made my brain hurt. Wait a minute. <laughs> One of my favorite uses of that in podcasting is um, is uh, George. I, don't, I guess he still does it. He used to do it a lot uh, when he used to call himself in the future. Oh. He'd hold, George Robb would hold mm. conversations with himself yeah. in the future, and then that episode would roll around, and you'd hear the future half of the conversation <laughs> talking to himself in the past. It was really wild. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> he did a, did a very good job with it. Did a very good job with it. I'm That's sorry. You, just uh, bizarre. <laughs> Eric, you said you had a question about the emails I sent, and they actually have something to do with the game. <laughs> well, yeah, but before I get to that, let me... I, I know I've said it before, Mark, and uh, so I don't care. I'm saying it again anyway. I'm getting ready to run uh, an M-Force game. Well, knock on wood, I, the guy who is going to be... I have one player at this point, and uh, he and I have not shared emails in a few days, which is a little strange, so I'm hoping nothing has gone amiss, but uh, I'm not... repeat going... the offer you made in the last episode so that it's... Yes, that's right. Maybe. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I am. I am going to run a game on the off Wednesdays of uh, when we are not having gutter Skypes, and I would like to keep it at the same time, which is uh, 7 to 10 Eastern, or in my case 4 to 7 Pacific, so if you are interested, contact Blind Geek Blind as in non-sided Geek as in, well Geek, at Lionport.com, which is lion as in king of the jungle, court as in tennis, and dot com as in dot com. So, um, so yeah, let me uh, let me know if there if you are interested. We have finally, I have learned, I learned from the 
from uh, the way the gutter skypes was banded together that you cannot it is not a good practice to simply say I'd like to run a game because people ask what system and I my plan was originally well I'll wait till we get a group and then we can agree on the system but no people want to know so I picked M Force mm -hmm. because I've been wanting to run a Quags game forever and that seems oh, yeah. like the most uh, the most I have to look that up what is that what is a Quag yes uh, Quags is the quick ass game system <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's by Hex Games. <laughs> yeah, by Hex Games. You, you, you can go. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and any any one of you guys who... I swear, that's like, that's like I would have named it. <laughs> no, but the reason I want to run this game is it sounds perfect for me, because I hate... Um, well, I shouldn't say... I don't mind playing crunch-heavy systems. I just don't like running crunch-heavy systems, because my brain... I don't like getting distracted with numbers, which I'm not very good at anyway. I mean, I'm more of an English major kind of guy. And, uh, I don't know so. anything about that. I'm perfectly <laughs> comfortable in those situations. <laughs> so, so, uh, it's, but it's, it seems like a very flexible system. And, uh, although... And, and wasn't there mention of, I don't know, vampires maybe appearing in this game? Or perhaps that's something I just keep mentioning. <laughs> yeah. Good for the watch to slam into the computer like that, Eric. Um... There could very well be vampires in the next game, although they wouldn't be the soft, cuddly vampires. They would definitely be the <laughs> evil, ripping everywhere vampires. That's right. Yes, we're going. Yes, as long as they're not sparkly vampires, I'll be happy. No sparkles. <laughs> Rhinestone fangs. If any, and if they are sparkly, then that'll just give you all the more reason to kill them. It, so <laughs> burn them all, salt the earth. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no angel in this vampire. Uh, let me tell you. I, I, I mean, I no, like angel, but no, he was a poopy head. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, my point being, since I've been reading the M-Force book, I decided I would, again, listen to the Roll Monkeys M-Force because it kind of gets you into the spirit. My God, that's that's just actual play gold right there. So uh, yeah. yeah, it was fun. It's it, I, I'm sure it was fun to play, and it's it's as fun to listen to, and I might add, fun to listen to in repeated uh, listenings. Hmm. So are you, uh, this is, I, I guess we, we can cut this part out if... if if you, uh, what am I asking here? Is this something that you think that that you would like to uh, to to set up as a podcast to record and and um, set up as a podcast or just to play the game? I don't know. I haven't decided because if I put it on, I don't want to have like twelve million different things on <laughs> gutter skypes. That would kind of be annoying. And we've already and uh, it'll be two thousand and twelve at this rate before I finish. Uh, cartoon action hour, and then the world's gonna end, so it'll be moved anyway. Oh no, it's but, not. Uh, it's not gonna end because I paid for my driver's license renewal, and it goes to 2013. Oh, okay. Well, there we go then. Our future is secure. The DMV is taking care of that, so don't. Worry about that. <laughs> but uh, so, but uh, if at this rate, if I keep editing the episodes out of order, I'll be done before I'm finished. So that'll be. And which brings us full circle to playing with time. That's right. Ah. <laughs> Yay. But uh, what I might do is record them and then just have them uh, after Cartoon Action Hour is done or something. I don't know. I I don't know. Cool. Whatever. If you have any thoughts on that, I'm I open to ideas because I like I said my reaction is no no right now. Okay. <laughs> just like no no. 
I don't know. I don't know. Right? Yeah, my reaction is like in that uh, episode of IDDFOS where you were doing your rant while you were building cardboard set pieces in oh, place. Lord. Yeah, you were like, you were talking about something and you just went, I, I don't know, I don't know. Podcastness. That atmosphere generated that kind of uh, <laughs> <Yes>. attitude. <laughs> Ten o'clock at night, wandering around, trying to think of what I should be talking about instead of actually building the scenery. That's kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Oh, man. <sighs> and I love right. the, the ads for old fifties uh, toys. By the way, those were cool. I haven't. I want some of those. So do I. <laughs> oh hell. <laughs> I discovered uh, that you, you don't actually need to see the commercial that you're looking at on YouTube to appreciate it. Some of the audio yeah. on those suckers mm-hmm. is enough. And I think we really are raising a generation of afraid people, and it's very sad, and we need to stop. And I think if we bring back toys that shoot missiles out of them that could potentially <laughs> kill our children, we would be a much... <laughs> now, I, I, put that now, last part, now. I put that last part in quotes. It wouldn't have brought death, just slight maiming. And <laughs> that's, that's right. fine. That's right. It's a exactly. learning it's lesson. Just, it, it, it's a way to teach them respect for their for their, uh, for their toys. That's exactly it. <laughs> That's right. Because some of those would never be made in a million years, right? Well, now in this climate. Well, when I was a kid, we were given super elastic bubble plastic to play with. <laughs> if you want deadly chemicals, you want fumes that would just take your head off. <laughs> it's like, here, have another straw and two more tubes of this. Wee! Okay. <laughs> oh, that stuff that dried in a little balloons, right? You just blow them? Yeah, you, you had this weird, like, it, I, it was some oh, sort of... Oh, I remember it, those. It like um, airplane glue mixed with rubber cement. And God only knows yes. what else. You right. Oh, I remember <laughs> those. And the fumes made your eyes water. You're like, this is really fun. And then, you know, you blew on the straw. You this shaped blob. Right, like a snot on a stick. It was just like that. Oh, disgusting. And, and you, you pinched it shut, and now you had a balloon that went on the ground. Right. And you were stoned, and you had runny eyes from the fumes. But, hey, it was a toy. So it came out about the same time as Pop Rocks, as far as I know. <laughs> Yeah, Pop Rocks and, and um, uh, Super the clack- Balls. The Clackers. You remember the things, the two balls oh, I in the end of the string? So <laughs> Did you? Like, the little, little toy bola, you know? I didn't have the ones with the plastic that kept them in line. I had the ones with the string, so it was like, whack, whack, whack! <laughs> crush your fingers, crush your best friend's head. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> oh, right. they they took they took the first version off the market because the balls had a tendency to explode. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> they, they just shatter yeah. like glass. Yeah, they I would like I would actually pay for one to experience that. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it really hurts. Yeah. Wow! Why no. do I do it again? Wow! There was also yeah. was also the goo machine or whatever where you you, you like. Made these rubbery goo creatures. Oh, the bugs. They make oh, the creepy bugs. crawlies. Yeah. Bugs and monsters and stuff. Uh-huh. But you cooked yeah. it in the basement with again plenty of fumes and <laughs> get little melty lead machines so that you could make little lead things. I had friends that had all of that and I was very bitter because I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so you couldn't poison yourself quite as much exactly. as they could. Exactly. <laughs> I'd have to just go over and visit and get minimal amounts of poisoning. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, those. Days. 
and Shogun Warriors would not have yes. been the same. Shogun <laughs> Warriors would not have been the same if you couldn't launch their fist across the room. That's right. <laughs> Which was great for all of them, except when you they, they were mostly robots, and then you got to do Godzilla, who could do the same thing. That's just wrong and disturbing, yes. <laughs> I have to admit, I think that I think that I remember the ads for that. I didn't have anything like that. Was the fist on a string, or did it just shoot around like a little rocket? Oh, it just shot out. No, <laughs> yeah. it had this, this like latch in the in the arm, and it was spring loaded. So <laughs> it was. Take that! Were, it had to be a, yeah. Here you go. Living room, living room floor, toy, your sister's eye. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Ready, aim, fire. Oh, man. I just, yeah. yeah. Super elastic bubble point. plastic, creepy crawlers. That the marketing department said, well, they wanted to call this thing carcinogen, but we decided that <laughs> crawlers would probably be better. What is it you think we were expected to learn from playing with super elastic bubble plastic? You know, here's a, a, a weird, blobby-shaped, not-really balloon thing. <laughs> it's it's not on a stick. I think the whole point to that is just because it does. That's right. <laughs> because we could. Because we could. <laughs> and silly string. Yeah. Silly string was I think silly string still around, isn't it? I think it yeah. is, yeah. But it's it not is. the same. It it's not as silly and string-like. <laughs> just, it's you know, more it's plastic. Just, uh, yeah, we like, used to have proper silly it. string back in the old days. <laughs> it really <laughs> shot out everywhere. <laughs> the grizzled <laughs> toy. Off. So. The grizzled toy connoisseur. <laughs> in our days, we had real silly string, by God. Stump, stump, stump. That's right. <laughs> Lost the one leg with a stomp rocket, but it was fun. You could incapacitate the family dog with a silly string we used to get. <laughs> oh, I played, the, the, there was the one, the one ad that I found and played because I don't, I don't know what, it, I don't know whether you know Nikki on, on uh, IDDFOS. I, I do commercial breaks. Like in between letters that I that I read from uh, from listeners, and sometimes it's the Goon Show, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's well, it could be anything really, but usually it's something vintage. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing all these toy commercials from the '60s, the '50s, '60s, and '70s. And there's, there was this one that I played in the last show or the show before it, I can't remember which, um, called Six Finger. Oh. Yeah. Yes, I was. Oh, oh yeah. my God! I was like, <laughs> I looked at. And I'm, I remember I'm, seeing that commercial. Yeah. 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 Because I'm like, it's like a fake. It was a fake finger that fit over your finger. Why? Yeah. Because we had. <laughs> yeah, it no, had a little tab of plastic, and and you added it. You kind of like palmed it in your hand, or you did some yeah. weird thing where you held it with your thumb, and it made it look like you had six fingers on one hand. Oh. Wow, that's yeah. good for ooh minutes of energy. <laughs> no, because no, no. it will tell her the big the big uh, surprise. Did you chop it off? Was it was it a magic like chop it off and make people go ah? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, oh, it, it could features. fire. It could fire bombs. And no, it, it never could. could. <laughs> I think it had a pen in it too, right? It did. It had it a did. compass and a magnifying glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How useful. <laughs> And, yeah, that's right. that, yeah, on that same show, you played an ad for a for a gun kind of toy, and that that was downright disturbing. Oh yeah, I think that, that was the wasn't it? Wasn't the, that the same one? 
Six really? Finger did did shoot a little. It <laughs> shot off the end of the finger as a kind of a grenade thing. <laughs> that you could slip a little message into the into the thing that you shot. So, so kind of like a homing pigeon slash. <laughs> oh yeah, pieces of this toy were all over uh, classrooms oh. in the early '60s. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, the commercial made it sound like it shot caps or something. I think it did. Yeah, when the thing landed, it it, it uh, set off a cap. Did you have to send in cereal boxes for this? No, it came in a blister pack. Uh, really? And little displays. I, I got to ask my dad if he had one of them. Yeah, my brother had one. Help. and uh, He might and be a little old. My uncle might have had one. Mm. Mm. No, I'm I never, the oh, never heard about. of that one. The clackers, I remember. Oh, Johnny Seven. Johnny Seven, the uh, the the, the one-man army. It was oh, yeah. like That's six or seven different called. kinds of guns in one, plus a grenade launcher. Plus <laughs> that was the one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want man. that toy. <laughs> a blind man with all the guns. I think it's available on eBay for like a thousand dollars or something. Yeah, I don't Worth want that. Worth every bad. penny, and Christmas is a coming. So. <laughs> <laughs> I had. I, I, I'm going control to with your that voice. Hmm? You could control robot, it with your voice. <laughs> yeah, it had like a little microphone in it, and and you could tell it, uh, robot or robot as they call it, yeah. robot left, <laughs> robot fire, and it would shoot something. <laughs> something. I don't know. <laughs> there was there was one I actually fell for. It was one of those commercials in the 70s. It was this little chenille, can't really call it a snake, some sort of little, what do they call it? Was it squirmy or squirble or something? Squirmel. And it had, squ- was it squirmel? Yeah. With the, with the piece of the piece of fishing line? Yeah. And you were supposed yeah. to be able to make it look like it was your beloved little pet that could run all over and curl around your hand and... Yeah, I so fell for that and begged and pleaded until, by God, my dad gave me one to <laughs> shut me up. And it showed up, and I was like, oh, oh. And it was, you know, this horrible little chenille thing. <laughs> Got the fishing line. I think you even had to tie it onto its nose yourself. <laughs> yeah, you had to complete wow. the process of making the damn thing. <laughs> make it do any damn thing in the fishing line, knot it up. And, and it lasted about 30 seconds. <laughs> it was, I was so... Disappointed. <laughs> they didn't tell you you had to be a professional magician to make it work. Oh. Exactly. In the commercial, the guy that's manipulating the thing is like this juggling master that works with crystal balls that and. Bastard. Yeah. yeah. So I had this <laughs> little wadded up chenille piece of crap that was very sad. That wouldn't be my friend. Is basically what the problem. <laughs> like just like the sea monkeys, right? <laughs> oh, sea monkeys. Were they sad. wouldn't be your friends either. They know that, yeah, now, and they those, didn't have crowns. Those were real. Did you notice that? <laughs> didn't have crowns. They were brine shrimp. They did not. You were so making that up. <laughs> not only did mine have crowns, but mine did wheelies on motorcycles at the bottom of the, the you tank. Are so <laughs> they were the same things we used to grow to feed to the fish. <laughs> what? No way. Strange, isn't it? They talked to me. They told me things. They, told, they instructed me on how to form my own first gang. Okay, now he's drifting into Johnny without the accent. That's just freaky. <laughs> they talked to me. They told me things. <laughs> you taught me how to form my first gang. They <laughs> he's got a bit of Karloff in him, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he does. It's all 
<laughs> He's got a bit of whatever I could bring to it at that split second. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> oh, love it. Speaking of of uh, Johnny. Mm. Oh, there's a game. We're supposed to play a game oh, tonight, aren't we? Oh, <laughs> fine. See, I told you it was a good thing fine, you didn't have emails. Fun. <laughs> I would love to. I'd love to apologize, but I can't because this has been a blast. <laughs> I lost, I lost but we didn't even talk topics. about the joys of silly putty. Okay. How <laughs> were you? Put it on the on the funny pages when they were in color, and you'd peel it off, and you'd have a distorted face, and mm-hmm. then what do you do? You do it again. Uh, fine. Let's Anybody play the game. Okay. <laughs> If you insist. Fine, fine. <laughs> wall walkers, where you got them wet, stuck them on the wall, and they would roll back down over. It was like a little spider. <laughs> Your walls are all covered with spit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's the only way to make them work. <laughs> where were we? Um, we were, we were. I was uh, derailing us yet again. Yeah. <laughs> it was it. fun anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I just got an ad pop up on my screen. Since when does this happen? <laughs> oh, in the new Skype, yeah, that happens. Oh, that is so annoying. Like I said, uh, yeah. You can just say, press oh, the little X in the corner. Yeah, it's gone now. <laughs> More will okay. pop up. <sighs> never, never again. I'm never going to upgrade again. The game, the game with Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies, Yay! folks. Arr. Here we are. Buckling and Blind Geek wanted to ask about the emails that I sent out, which I uh, right. Yes, yes. Mine right here. It, d- mine had nothing to do with my character. Was that? I mean, I don't mean to sound egocentric, but uh, since we are supposed to have gone, <laughs> since we were supposed to have gone off by ourselves, I was thinking, wouldn't they be briefing us about things that we would potentially have a connection? Two? I mean, we have a connection it's, to Captain. <laughs> it's possible that another character got information that was pertinent to your experience. Well, that was what I was trying to find out. Okay, that's all I needed to know. It's possible. It's a luck of the draw. It's potpourri. Okay. It's kind of like they're. Me, that's in, pronounced potpourri. Thank it's you. It's potpourri, and they're <laughs> pot porridge. Peace porridge uh, hot. It's like <laughs> French has never been my fort. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Mercy buckets. Mercy buckets. Oh, Garcon. Um, where am I? Let me go but to I my little scenario sheet. Little i got to go look up. I'm bringing up my scenario sheet here to the correct tab to see who got what, if I was smart enough to actually mark that. <laughs> yes, I did. Ooh, lucky me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what I did was, uh, as you saw in the email, I, I essentially, I, I, it was going to be one of those situations where it was, okay, and here's the briefing, everybody listen, and here's a chart, and here's another chart, you know, instead of the slides. <laughs> um, and this is what happened here, and this is what we believe happened here, blah 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 and I uh, just didn't want to do that. It should be something other than me just going on telling a story, and that's why uh, I hope that this particular method is at least a little more enjoyable and interactive for you guys. Instead of the this, this Swashbuckler's PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, that's right. It's got silver buckles on it. Um, so, so, yeah, what, 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 what we have here is the situation where uh, we left off with uh, 
the uh, smashed glider, the glider in the front of the tavern, dropping parts and um, mittens, having just stolen a, <laughs> a jeweled, jewel-encrusted presentation watch from the Admiral, uh, who I didn't give well a name to. Well done, that squid monkey. <laughs> Indeed. And uh, the, the uh, briefing to start in an hour, it ends up being a little less organized than you would expect on the ship, but we can get to that. Captain Carlison uh, was interested in making sure that the boat that you arrived in was still secure and able to take off should you decide to uh, leap back into it at your discretion. Captain Carlison also, I think, at this point gets to roll a d6 to get some fortes restored because you took actually took damage in that last bar and and that fight and that bar fight yes i did uh if this is correct two two and that essentially means that would wow what does that mean that means you get two ranks back yes i think let me make sure those were lethal wounds right they were uh, they were combat damage taken during the duel. What I had down was that your uh, your your freedom motivation went from a plus two to an average, and mm-hmm. your repartee went from a plus two to an average. And if you get two ranks back, then that means that takes care of that. You're back up to where you were. Unless I'm uh, interpreting that incorrectly. It clears. Yeah, players roll 2d6 to determine the number of ranks their characters get back. Oh, 2d6? As, as far as wounds go. Yeah. Oh, so I'm, I'm sorry. So, so, so I'm good then. Yep, I'm erasing yeah, those zeros. Yeah, it's either all failure ranks or 2d6 wound ranks, depending on... So yeah, all right. Yep, you're back up to where you were. Uh, you have... Uh, everybody starts tonight with two style die... Making sure I've got that right. Okay, yes. Two-style die for Pard. Two-style mm-hmm. die for... Wow! Karuk, you you ended the last session with four. Uh, huh. And I didn't... I think I used them all on one... Or was that the session before that? Might have been the session before that. Well, everybody's yeah, got was. two as of right now. How many cool. does Mittens get? Mittens... <laughs> 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 Mittens will want to pass them over to moi. <laughs> mittens can mittens can no. have as many style die as mittens can steal. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll we'll save that. So yeah, is that uh, first of all is that okay with everybody that that thing where where uh, you guys get briefed because we're gonna uh, it would end up being a f- uh, it would end up being well, a thing. It's fine with me. My only concern is that I was planning on kind of improving the thing to convey the information, but some of the notes confuse me more than anything else, so I think I'm just going to read mine because I don't know how to interpret some of what I read. If that works better um, for you, that's fine, too. You can either read it straight as notes you took or improvise you, uh, just hitting bullet points, whatever you want to do. And that's of course me assuming that you want to go on the on the shield of vows at all. Well, at this oh, choices, choices. I know. 
At this point, it'd really be kind of silly not to. But <laughs> since they already said, "Let's go," no, we don't want to. We're leaving. <laughs> bye bye. Are they looking? Are they looking? Turn around. Are they looking? <laughs> so yes, that a team of uh, a team of soldiers. Minion type soldiers they don't look like specialized troops or of any kind are coming up the coming up the road with uh, ladders and hammers and tools and things and a cart and they're pulling apart the wreckage apparently the <laughs> apparently the armed forces uh not having anything particular to do at the moment are uh, applying some energy to actually uh repairing the front of the tavern because Hell, it's their boozer too, and they they want it nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, do we get to march back in and have a drink? I'm not sure the bar the bar innkeeper would be too happy to see us at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm sure we can find a quiet co- uh, booth in the corner. <laughs> oh <No>, wrong. <laughs> You just step around the fallen chandelier, make sure you <laughs> kick it out the way. Yeah, there's of course there's a special uh, there's a detachment of other uh, soldiers that were there earlier, probably while you were having your conversation with the admiral. If not helping out, then bodily carrying out Calameth and Ajax <laughs> down down towards the ship. <laughs> so we need to to go on to the shield of Oas. Now, time's passed, and it's and it's an hour later. Is that what we're doing? I, I think we're picking like. up after. Sounds. Oh, would you you do you want to do the, or do you want to start after? Unless anybody wanted to do something in particular before going on the boat, uh, I, I didn't have anything in mind as as far as what that could be, but uh, uh, you're certainly free to do so. Um, we could skip forward to just going on board the ship and you guys being uh, sent out to different departments. I can you know. wave to Punk as I pass by if he's still there. <laughs> Are you getting enough vitamin C there? Yeah. <laughs> good to do good to prevent the scurvy that. Sip <laughs> <Yeah>. it, <laughs> little bastard. Um. Captain Calameth. Nice to see you. Find me again, and I'll buy you another drink. <laughs> <laughs> he just uh, he he. Where where are we? Are we on board? We're on board the uh, Shield of Vows, sure. Yes. Yeah. Super. Sure. Yes. He's uh, he's <laughs> holding an ice pack, a duck piece of fabric that's filled with uh, filled with ice to the side of his head, scowling at you, and tries to stand up a bit straighter, and reaches into his. Uh, reaches into his pocket for his snuff box and unfortunately finds that some of uh, Ravenna's uh, some of Ravenna's reaction is still on and about his person and slowly gingerly gingerly removes his fingers from the pocket missed a spot (laughs) and just uh, silently staggers toward uh, toward sickbay He's taken enough air on deck. Uh, Ajax actually is nowhere to be seen. He probably is already in sick bay. 
And uh, Punk actually is being is being helped below, also going <laughs> to sick bay. Uh, a young uh, Zoltanet officer comes up on deck and uh, shouts, "Captain Carlson." Yes. Uh, uh compliments of the admiral, sir. Uh, but he uh, he is uh, he was slightly mistaken on the timetable for the briefing. Quite a bit of activity taking place. Uh, many many different messages coming in and couriers coming from all parts of the dome. Very recent. Uh, we're just all trying to get up to date. I wonder if uh, I wonder if it might be possible just to uh, send you and yours below. There are specialists that have bits and pieces of the puzzle. They might be able to brief you separately. It would take much, much less time than having you all visit them as a group, one after another, perhaps. If you would scatter, you could cover more ground, as it were. Uh, I can point you to the various departments, and each of you could get a little bit of information. If that is uh, if that is satisfactory to you, I don't see why not. Uh, remember, everybody, if uh, if anything untoward happens, remember the signal. Aye, Captain. <laughs> the signal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? I said just smile. Exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Knock three times ceiling. Um, <laughs> what was the signal? Now there's a power machine, something like that. <laughs> Knock three times on the ceiling. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so uh, each of you are led below I to how very... many of our listeners actually are going to. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> Well, they're lost if they don't, damn it. That's right. <laughs> prior episodes going, signal, what signal? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Did someone tell me what this signal is? No, no, it's fine. <laughs> you have to very surreptitiously and under your breath hum, Mystery Day. Are you ready oh, for my mystery God. Day? God. <laughs> Okay. So, so you are brought uh, you are brought below and each of you goes to a separate cabin compartment with an individual from and and it almost doesn't matter from where some are uh, one is from Krail, one is from Shakarook, one is from Barathi, uh one is from Viridia. That covers four, doesn't it? And they each have information for you and you uh and you sit down as they're Get, passing papers to their subordinates, trying to catch you up on what they know and what they'll be preparing for their superiors in the very near future. They're all working very quickly and trying to catch you up as quickly as possible because they are expecting a very high-ranking dignitary from the Zultanate to be arriving soon, and they want to get him and his entourage caught up very quickly to await whatever orders he has. And this is one of those magical montage things where the camera pans over all of your faces as you sit either credulous or incredulous, interested or disinterested, uh, with good posture and bad, as you are informed uh, from your various uh, intelligence administrative flunkies what the situation is. Yes, pictures, uh, um, the camera passes across pictures of plans and letters and scratches and seals and the face of the intelligence agent. And at the end of the montage, they have to run off 
and get their material all prepared as they show you the door to the uh, show you the door to the upper deck. And we resume with uh, with uh, Pard, Karuk, Ravenna, and Captain Carlison swimming with what little information they were able to glean. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So it is perhaps time to compare notes. Oh, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, certainly the air of cooperation that we've witnessed now makes a whole lot more sense, doesn't it? I'm not sure about Indeed. that. Indeed. My part, <laughs> yeah, I've got what... some interesting <laughs> details to pass on. It's a little surprising. I'm still trying to make heads or tails out of some of the details they passed me. But uh, I do have to ask you, what in the fire sky are you... What the fire sky are you involved in, Captain? Just a it's, little personal uh, business. <laughs> <laughs> what, pray, does he Nothing mean by that? <laughs> a good, honest businessman. That doesn't bode well, either. <laughs> I'll, I guess I'll go ahead and start, and if I hit across something that one of you has, we can throw that in. Uh, as far as the Cerulean Star Diamond itself, apparently it was a gem crafted by a legendary arch Khuldun by the name of Hid Hakorum thousands of years ago. And about ten years ago, shortly after the spawn of utter night people tested their little proto-weapon, the diamond was stolen from them by unknown persons and sold to this Rapool. Huh. And apparently he held it until somebody paid a vast amount of gold to hire certain bold and resourceful thieves to obtain it from him, apparently successfully. One of these thieves was apparently a... Barathi spider, which makes me wonder if we shouldn't be talking to our friend the good doctor a little bit again. Mm. But apart from that, we also uh, apparently know who the employer was. And that would be? Would you like to know? Um, um, um. Please. <laughs> One Lady Evangeline Amadasio. No! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, yes, they told me that it was taken by one of her servants. <laughs> oh no, she didn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, I did mean to laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm muting. I'm muting. <laughs> Apparently, she uh, kept it in her possession until a few years ago. Uh, her journals, letters, and diaries changed from your usual writings of such things to near panic of soul and desperation. Now, there was never any mention of having, of having or losing the diamond to any friends or family, apparently, but uh, she went missing shortly after the diamond did. Uh, her father sent out uh, agents to try to track her down, and one of them, when they tracked her to her last known whereabouts, it was the wilderness of Shaka Rook, and they learned of her attack by members of the Spawn, as well as her rescue by a certain Rook Rider of our acquaintance. <clears throat> Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you a hint. It's not Punk. <laughs> punk Boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is not Punk Boy. 
Apparently, uh, beyond that, they found no further trace until they received words from Falcons of Krail that she was evidently captured by the spawn and is now a prisoner of Rapool. Well, there. No. And that's what I've got. That's the hope, yes. Okay, do do either of you have something that sounds like the next bit? I think I do. Uh, Okay. No, you don't think so? No, you don't know because I've got it right here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you give me for it. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Potato Head, I want a Mr. Potato Head. (laughs) So my bit ties in with that a little bit in that they told me, they did, that that the investigations on Barathe determined that the only person who could have taken the diamond was one of Lady Evangeline's servants, not Lady Evangeline herself. Uh, They were able to locate and fully investigate all the servants that she had at that time, except one that went mad and had to be sent away to Makra Hospital. A very able and talented arch Khuldun by the name of Wahoot, and they further traced Wahoot's whereabouts, along with a few score other patients... This is where it gets interesting. She uh-huh. was sent on a ship to Viridia for occupational rehabilitation. Uh-huh. <laughs> the nature of this rehabilitation, along with the detailed finances of the Makra Hospital, are being investigated. <laughs> it's not funny. Occup- so, occupational rehabilitation. Rehabilitation on a ship That's- that happened to be named the Juana Loco. The galleon's command crew was recently discovered adrift in one of her small landing craft. All had died of dehydration and exposure. There didn't seem to be any proper stores or navigation equipment aboard the boat. There was only one member missing of the crew, and that was a Dr. Pegrini, mm-hmm. who they knew also was a Barathe spider, but he served only in mm-hmm. administration, um, minor administration, supposedly. And then they found out that Dr. Pegrini, uh, that his wife, Gladys Wumper, had left him and came on to Gigginshine. And she's been located and is under protective custody. They have no idea where Dr. Pegrini and the Guano Loco are. Hmm. And they're um, not certain going- that Wahoot ever had the diamond. So I think Dr. Pegrini was lying all over the place to us. Hmm. And well, well, there were certain true elements. Mm-hmm. But I think his version of what happened to the crew and man's version of what happened to the crew were radically different, were they not? Didn't he tell us that the crew were evil, controlling, manipulating people who were hurting the patients, so they were set adrift with food and rations and such to make their way back to... I believe he said something along those lines, yes. As opposed to abandon in a boat to die? It is a slightly different slant, isn't it? I thought I remembered something about it being... I I thought I remembered it being a matter of when they just discovered that a lot of the patients were, were loose, they... Abandoned ship, I thought, was the story there. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was closer to that. Abandoning ship? I don't remember. In which case, 
if they were in a hurry to get away from, from say, certain dangerous uh, doctor's assistance, mm. they might well take <laughs> a, a boat in a hurry and forget about things like rations and that. So that's hard to say. Mm. It's worth keeping it in, in mind when we run into the good doctor again, and presumably if she is in pr- protective custody, we may well end up seeing that gentleman again. And he never said why Gladys left him, did he? Mm-hmm. Maybe she had good reason. Maybe he's not as harmless as he appeared. Anyway, well, that's what they told me, gentlemen. That's what they told me. And I don't know if you remembered or not, but you mentioned Wahoot, the Koldun. He mm-hmm. was the yes. one who managed to fuse his essence with the ship. To give it its yeah. peculiar properties. Oh, that's right, right. That name, that name Whoa! Was cyborg wow. voice. Whoa! Yeah. Cyborg from Blind Geek. Wow! <laughs> Whoa, scary, creepy. <laughs> I know, again. it's almost Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Do it again. <laughs> it's a strange entity talking through him. What is it saying? <laughs> it's possessed. Exterminate! Exterminate! <laughs> There is no blind geek. There is only Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Hello. <laughs> Am I back now? Yes. You are. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Well placed. Dump. No, actually, I just reconnected. The well done. To to uh, to step in with the to step in and keep the waters from being um, muddied because it's been so long since. Mm. I mean, it has been quite long since. Uh, uh, Dr. Pegrini's The Story of Dr. Pegrini, Harp Strings. Ring, ring. <laughs> uh, it, it was actually, as Mr. K remembered, the he, the uh, the uh, command crew, uh, he referred to them as a pack of cowards. Yes, when they saw that the patients were released, they did, they did in fact flee in panic. And oh, uh, see how I attributed evil actions to him. It's just paranoia too weak and mild. Pan- paranoia is always our friend. <laughs> so I don't especially one bit. when dealing with spiders. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> mm-hmm. can't trust them as far as you can sling a baby grand piano. That's usually true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Ben Grimm, in which case you could sling a baby grand piano pretty far. So. Mm. No. Or that's you, a wrong genre. I'm not even in the right. <laughs> or if you you if you get to use a trebuchet, then I guess that. No, you can fling one pretty far, but... (laughs) Excuse me while I roll this out. (laughs) I'd pay money to see that. Load the piano, please. (laughs) Anywho, so he wasn't quite as evil as I remembered. Fine. Load the piano and then the cow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm muting muting again. Okay. Okay, so who's next? Uh, I don't know, Eric. Is your, I think your part might be mess- next because there's some bits missing before the information I have still. Yes, I will try and find the best way to. Uh, I'm just going to kind of read through this because, like I said, there are parts that I'm. Um, anyway, they they got a scroll. I lied. I'm not reading straight through. They got, <laughs> that was uh, delivered. That was uh, from the fraternity of Coldoon addressed to any and all bodies of the primary of, of authority on the major islands. And uh, I actually copied down the scroll here. 
Rattle, rattle. I don't have any paper handy. It says, <laughs> very recently, two unprecedented surges of power were expelled by an unknown practitioner for purposes we cannot ascertain. Could we be any more specific than that? Um, but uh, the first ritual, ceremony, or trance was in divination of the highest order on the fine details of present or future events. And the second ritual, ceremony, or trance took place in order to send a strange mystic message to a ship called Moya's Revenge, which I believe sounds awfully familiar. Indeed it does. Uh, yes. And no one in the fraternity knows what was divined or what was in the message that we received, but we know. Mm-hmm. So yes. we don't need to, you know. Or who sent it? They don't know who sent it? Where it came from? Uh, no, they don't. And that's where the scroll ended, but they inquired further. And uh, they found out, uh, Captain, who you are. Mm-hmm. And they know you were emotionally involved with uh, Moazi Moya, the wise, a regional director. Of, well, you know, the regional director yes. of, uh, yeah, I don't need to go into that. Any details on that that you want to share? He, I'm sure we would all be. Agog to hear them, really. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Go on. So... Uh, she was appointed by Amir Philopec the Silent. Philopec? Philop... Walter Peck the Silent. <laughs> uh, vizier of Dome Information. And uh, we assume all information related to this vessel and its captain will be known soon if it's not known already. Now, uh, oh, Game Master, I'm a little unclear as to who we was supposed to be in that parts. Uh, That's one of the things that was confusing to me. Was it the people on the ship? We use the collective intelligence uh, units of uh, all the authorities of the major islands. Basically, the coalition performing the investigation to find these these spawn of utter night and stop this terror. Okay. So they... Oh, is Amir the one who's coming here shortly then? Ooh. The high muckety-muck that they're trying to get all this organized for? That's what I'm wondering because... And forgive me if I'm being a little obtuse, a lot of this is starting to kind of run together in my brain, but uh, Mozi Moya will be accompanying him. Hmm. Indeed. As part of his staff. They plan on trying to find out if the fraternity of Kuldun were correct and what the message was. So, did they ask you anything about any of this when you were being briefed? No, they just gave me the information that they had at the time. I imagine, as I glanced nervously uh, across the bay at our at our little boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I'm sure it won't be long until that comes to someone's mind. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But I'm wondering if maybe this Wahoot wasn't the person who contacted us. After all, he had rather specific information about a a boat a ship or whatever and I and how to react when we found it mm-hmm. wasn't Wahoot the name person. of the Khaldun who bonded with the ship that created the food and yes. drink yes. and melted into yeah. but I thought that was a she you are correct she okay so maybe it's not. It's, so she's now the ship. But then, it, then again, if it's if it's a 
an image of some sort. She could project whatever image. True. It may well be her sending the message. But I thought it was some rather cocky, grumpy old man sending the message because I hurled a bottle at him. Deservedly so, <laughs> I might add. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Messing up our deck. What? Again, if I'm being incredibly obtuse and, and screwing events up or whatever, please let me know because, like I said, things are kind of running together and I haven't reviewed the last play sessions. So. No, this but, isn't Blind Geek being obtuse. This is GM being convoluted and overcomplicated. But, <laughs> <laughs> we like but, to think of it uh, as Trixie. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the Johnny is very, I think, to say the least, spiritually minded. And who's to say the message that we are to receive was the one that we got telling us to pick someone up off of that ship? What if the message... What if he is the R2 unit in this scenario <laughs> and is, is, has information for us that either he doesn't realize is to be given or we haven't asked him for? So we need to go back and kick it out of him? Is that what you're saying? No, I don't mean kick it out of him. I don't <laughs> no. think that would just be wrong and mean and how dare you rewince <laughs> no, it. We uh, say please and he'll say, help me on Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Nope, Something along those lines, yes. <laughs> uh, perhaps Pard's information may help us clear some of these That's fine points up. Forgot. Sorry, Pard. <laughs> That's okay. Um, uh, this fit, actually fits in with, um, well, if, if I hadn't been the ones to see it with my own eyes, it might be part of our tribal folklore. And yeah, assuming my my pleasant idyllic little island survives perhaps it will be my island my people which by the way i've decided to call the karazur oh nice. about 10 years ago an event a momentous event happened which as i said would truly be folkloric and and fantastic if i had not witnessed it myself and it was one of the events that precipitated my desire to see the rest of the dome what happened was on a on a clear and totally unremarkable day, something happened to a nearby island, Cloud Island, where as we watched in abject terror, its very protective cloud fog was dissipated, and the entire island fell to its doom in a flash of green radiance. Wow. Wow. And... My people, we, of course, decided to try and find out what was the cause. And what we discovered was a, a name. And the name was Cerulean Star. Hmm. And that name, and presumably the object it belongs to, is a curse among my people. Now, the briefing, which I was just given, indicated that these Kuldun, who call themselves the... What is it they call themselves? Spawn of the Utter Night? The Spawn of the Utter Night, yes. Their their purpose is, as you know, nothing less than the destruction of the dome itself. And it seems that our friends, I guess we can call them friends in the uh, intelligence gathering community there, have discovered that they have indeed gathered information that enabled them to remake the weapon that sent um, Krawas 
to split it as twain. Creole woos. Creole Creole woos, yes. That very island. Mm. They had information that a young lady who was uh, associated with this cult, uh, they did not identify her beyond saying that she was of the privileged class with more money than sense, (laughs) uh, obtained the plans from a um, secret vault somewhere on uh, the island of Rook, Shakarook. There we go. Shakarook, yes. And they built their weapon and immediately tested it on this island, which has to be the event that we saw. The interesting part of their information was that this weapon could not function except that an integral part of it was indeed the gem known as the Cerulean Star. Hmm. Hmm. And from captives, they seem to have uh, managed to keep from killing themselves long enough to interrogate. The plan seemed to be to, one by one, destroy the protective fog around every cloud island before turning this weapon upon the dome itself to breach the wall between the dome and the utter night beyond. Dramatic Mm. music inserted here. (laughs) Puzzled to what end? What Mm. crazy crackpot idiots would think this is a good idea? They're crazy. Yeah, but... (sighs) The same people who would build robots that feed on organically or organic <laughs> tissue. <laughs> and well, then have that an, was just a boo-boo. <laughs> have a, yeah. Oops. <laughs> My just a boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I shouldn't make in-character references to modern-day events. I'm sorry. <laughs> Aww. We can edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> that's yeah, that's true. That I don't really out. think. I don't really think <laughs> these people would use the phrase "boo boo" either. So I was hmm? afraid that the Lacroix weapon was where this was going. Hmm. Oh, well, that makes things very interesting, doesn't it? <laughs> Interesting in a bad way. Okay. okay. Exciting uh, for sure. In yeah. your uh, peripheral vision, off to the side, without a great deal of ceremony or fanfare, as a matter of fact, almost completely silently, a small contingent of people make their way onto the ship and travel quickly below. They are all in Zultanate, uh, Zultanate official uniform or costume, easily recognizable. A small entourage of about uh, seven or eight people. Hmm. Are they hitting we our... Not, we were not invited to be part... Well, we're not on that ship right now, are we? I thought we um, were... I had pictured this as you... Uh, as Strolling, the four of you sharing. on the deck of the of the Shield of Vows. Yeah. If you oh, we are? Okay. If you prefer that we're somewhere else. Oh, I thought we uh, were. Oh, I can see... I can see... Uh, Captain Carlosen taking a few steps over that way to try to get a better look at the entourage. You, you see a very, uh, a very resplendent, um, respectable, and intelligent-looking gentleman at the at the head of it, uh, speaking with a few of the ship's officers, and then following them down below. 
in his train are secretaries and uh, a few guards of uh, particularly competent stature and uh, demeanor and a woman that may be familiar to you <clears throat> who seems to be paying closer attention to where they're going than uh, who all else is on board the ship because there's quite a bit of activity. As a matter of fact, uh, running past you with barely enough time to put his hand to his hat is the admiral that spoke to you outside the tavern very quickly rushing past uh, to get down below to where that party went. Follow? Can we... Can we... Mm. A little kind too of... uncomfortable running into exes? Time to scamper? <laughs> I don't know. On the other hand, it might be nice <laughs> to know what's going on. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. We weren't exactly invited, or were we? That never stopped us before. Good point. No, that's true. Captain? Admiral, is there any further need that you had of us? As I start striding after him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes, Can Captain. Start uh, striding after you. <laughs> captain, yeah, uh, exactly. I just happened to be. Well, we're just following our captain. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have no doubt that there will be great need for you and uh, anyone else that we can get our hands on that can uh, assist in this endeavor. But uh, great deal to find out at the moment. Uh, very important person come aboard the ship. Love to speak. Uh, can't talk now. <laughs> can't talk now. House robbed. Go hell. <laughs> and he just uh, bustles forward to, to a small uh, cabin off to the side. Actually, a large cabin off to the side. You can just uh, barely make out a large table surrounded by chairs and a door swinging shut as uh, guards position themselves just outside the door. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Does the room have windows? Light did come in from uh, from the outside, certainly. It did have portholes, absolutely. Mm. Oh, I, I knew I should have picked telepathy for my ruck. Damn it. <laughs> damn, it, damn it to hell. I don't have that either. Wait a minute. I have style dice, and, I have an intu- and he has an intuitive forte. He does I, have an intuitive connection with you. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, oh, I, will, I will provide you, O oh, Game Master, with either one or both of my style dice, depending on what you see fit to make to bring this about. That Having, uh, having taken a style die from Karuk... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Mm. Having taken a style die from Karuk, you hear the distinctive battle call of a ruck landing skillfully on the railing of the deck ab- uh, near you, uh, above, rather. One gangway up. Bakari, can you go by that window over there and, and see if you can... Outside. Or, outside. We are on a <laughs> ship, idiot. Go, see if you, can, uh, if you can overhear what's going on and report back. Because we can't get to it. And you're a bird. I know what species I am. Thank you very much. <laughs> 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 you think it would be too obvious if we just lowered ourselves on ropes over the side? <laughs> Probably. Hold you by your ankles and your head just <laughs> Well, I'm sure they have like one I of those little fizzled. you know, benches to paint the side of the boat on, you know? <laughs> Does this world have any kind of fabulous recording device we could send mittens in with? <laughs> <laughs> la la la, squid monkey wandering through. 
The old self copying box. Yes. <laughs> the only other thing I could think of would be the Murhorse gift, but I'm sure they've got. I mean, they would be they stupid have, not yeah. to have some sort of shielding for that kind of thing in place. The, uh, the style die that uh, that Karuk gave up to have uh, to have his uh, his ruck arrive at precisely the right moment is returned <laughs> because oh. of the reply that the bird gave. <laughs> <laughs> and as you contemplate some method of eavesdropping on this particular meeting, the door swings open rather quickly, and a rather, and an almost panicked face looks out into the uh, into the gang into the the hall just outside the the room and with great with a great sigh of relief uh falls on your party uh-huh because i just come up with a way too damn it <laughs> <laughs> fine <laughs> i'd be interested to hear what it was i was going to give up both style dice to be the tea urn lady to show up with the tea and refreshments <laughs> <laughs> Complete with like horrible skirt over my fantastic boots. So, <laughs> you know, and then just take my time as I trundle around the room. I was going to be cigars. <laughs> Cream, sugar, love, yes. Cup of tea does a world of good. I like that so much. <laughs> I like that so much. Biscuit of Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's have, uh, yeah. If you can make it to the galley, uh, I will t- accept the style dive from Ravenna. If you can make it to the galley and be back uh, with a tray with tea on it, and we will delay that door opening and panic look until after you've entered and started serving tea. Woohoo! <laughs> back in a flash. Yeah. Clink, clink, clink. Here I am back with my big tray full of crockery, tea, okay. and biscuits. <laughs> Well, one of the guards uh, looks at you, looks at the tray, shrugs his shoulders, and just opens it. <laughs> I like a girl with spirit. I love it when they say that. Right, open that door. He just opens the door because obviously you can't. Your hands are full. You've got a tray. And you go in and, uh, and start uh, serving around the teacups. That's and scary. then the door. The door opens up. And uh, and uh, an eye falls on Captain Carlison and Karuk and Fard. Oh, Captain, thank goodness you haven't left. Uh, would you be kind enough to to step in? This is very important. It pertains to you. We we uh, we need you uh, present. Uh, could you please? Mm. I turn back to the other two. Remember the signal. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I Captain. And then I I follow him in. Uh, several young junior officers are holding out chairs for four of you, but only three of you seem to come in. Mm-hmm. Wait. But uh, and they're a bit confused. But the fourth chair is just placed back onto the table as uh, as you three are uh, are seated. And I'm sure that there's someone there to take my giant Kingdom of Corona style hat as I <laughs> as, as I take my my seat. If you uh, care to hand it to one of the officers that uh, held the seat out for you, absolutely. The like Ready? odd one with from the like fourth seat. Here you go, sir. I will want that back. 
He grins very tightly. He's a he's a alternate midshipman. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah he's are we all do. we're they wanted all of us in there or just or, i or just uh so well, we're all in hoped, there they had hoped that yeah. all of you would arrive but okay. they only know that right right, right, right. because okay i got you sorry <laughs> because yeah. i'm in disguise love <laughs> <laughs> yes i understand thank you I, I, um, <laughs> no problem i'll hold up my teacup <laughs> yeah, same here <laughs> have a big my gaze keep, and i keep like forcing it away like I'm not, you know, <laughs> you, uh, hears the beating of wings outside the portals <laughs> off to the starboard. <laughs> he kind of glances out to see a very disgruntled large rook. <laughs> I, I glanced at him apologetically, and if that can be conveyed in a glance, <laughs> out the, through the window. Okay. <laughs> Shoo, shoo, rook. Shall we we assume that the rook goes uh, off about its own business in the vicinity? Well, that's up to you. Anyone can control him because he is technically an NPC, so even though he is... But that sounds good to me. Okay, he'll wait patiently up on deck. All right, yes. There's someone burning a hole with her eyes in Captain Carlison's sternum. Mm. <laughs> very tight-lipped, very silent, uh, trying to maintain the proper demeanor and self-control, sitting next to the tall, uh, zultanate gentleman, the high official that uh, you saw come on in the entourage, and you see the rest of his whole party, of course, there in the cabin. Quite a few papers and charts and drawings and, and lists and notes and essentially bullet-pointed uh, full assessment of the current situation is before uh, the gentleman who turns to uh, one of the officers and whispers in the ear and the officer whispers back we we we, we don't know sir there were four of them we we have these three uh, we, we can try and locate the four and he just signals signals to the door to send a couple of uh, couple of officers out with uh, a few sailors to go see if they can track down the fourth individual they seem to expect hmm. and the gentleman's eyes rest on Captain Carlison. I I appreciate your being here, Captain. I am Philopec of the Zultanate of Colorona. Greetings, you come well recommended. Uh, yes. Is this a name we know? Thank you. Adam, is this I'm a sorry. name we know? Philopec, you've heard that name twice before during the course of the... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the course of the story, uh, you've ah. heard it fully as Philopec the Silent. Mm. In review, <laughs> Which he doesn't seem to be. The he doesn't seem to be. <laughs> he's kind of gravelly. He's a little bit gravelly. Um, yeah. One of the, uh, the, the, the communique, the Zultanate, uh, the Zult, the Zultanate communique that came off of the packet that you, uh, that crashed into your boat, I think was addressed to uh, either him or a department that he runs. Actually, I think it was addressed to him, and uh, one of you received information about the fact that he simply was going to be there. For for the purposes of clarity, he would essentially be, he would be the, the, the head of the CIA or the head of MI5 or MI6 or... But more importantly, he's the boss of the captain's ex-squeeze. Come on, that's... <laughs> 
she's looking daggers at him. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, with, the, with, the, with this thing here, you know, the, the X is one of those kind of weird things in this case, you know, that, but um, <laughs> we still have that, like, that white letter, don't we? So far as I know, you still have it on you. Mm-hmm. I can send you a this quick copy of it, but it... I think you handed that off to us before, right? On the, the like, messages? You gave us that a while back, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering what kind of reaction I would get if I said, uh, sorry, the, like, courier went to pieces truly before we ran into him, but I have some mail for you. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. That would, that would either be bad or good, I don't know. Yeah. Give it a shot, give it a shot. (laughs) Here you go. (laughs) He accepts the, uh, he accepts the, the, the communique from you and glances over it, uh, quickly. I don't know if it's uh, up to date with what you have, but... Oh. Oh, yes. Yes, we do have this information. It was... uh, Fortunately, it was sent in several packets, as he stated. I do appreciate your uh, being forthcoming with it and uh, adding it to our store of information. As as you've no doubt surmised, Captain, we find ourselves in a very peculiar circumstance here and universally in great danger. I don't know whether you'd be able to fill in any of the gaps uh, as they stand now. We don't know where the Cerulean Star is. We don't know where Rapool is. And we don't know where the meeting will take place, for it must take place with the spawn of the other knight, will attempt to regain the diamond. If we can find where that will take place, we may be able to stop them and Rapool, and possibly recover the diamond, if it still exists. Is there any information you can share with us as to how this might take place? Hmm. There were a few other blanks I could... uh, I could make you aware of. I assume that some kind of briefing has taken place where you've been filled in on some of the situation. At least we we don't know where the Guanaloco is. That would be the transport galleon. I don't know how familiar you are with that information. There was a Dr. Pegrini aboard. He seems to be missing. Mm-hmm. We are also still completely unsure, though we've spoken to her father repeatedly and at length, as to the disposition of Lady Evangelina Madasio. She was an initiate of that cult years and years ago when she was a teenager. We know that she was the one that discovered the plans for that proto-weapon that they now have. What we don't know is whether she in fact is still a member of the cult or has gone off on her own and has plans of plans of her own. She seemed desperate to recover the Cerulean Star once it was stolen from her. In order to find that out, we have to get her away from Rapool and get her to talk to someone she trusts. Hopefully she's still alive for that to be necessary. Mm-hmm. Many questions, Captain. Many questions. Yes, well, if we can affect that 
particular rescue, we may be able to manage the someone she trusts. The interesting thing, let's see, this Dr. Pagrini? Yes. Yes, if I uh, recall from our comparing notes, you had someone among this alliance you've put together here holds her in protective custody, yes? She is, in fact, located and in protective custody. If there's information that we know, it means that others know it too, others that might not be quite as benevolent as we are. We should certainly... We should certainly hate to see anything happen to her before her husband finds her. Yes, but is is she in a position to where her husband could find her? That's what I'm wondering. Well, house arrest is the closest we could come to anything like safety. She certainly hasn't been moved from where she normally lived with her uh, parents here on Gagenschein. The protective custody essentially consists of a regiment of sandmen surrounding where she lives. And are they that obvious? They're just standing there in full sandmanness. <laughs> no, they're... <laughs> <laughs> Filled with sandmanosity. <laughs> they're not. They're not exactly uh, lining the rooftop of the residence. No, they are quite concealed. I can assure you. Mwazi Moya has, in the while you said that, reached for some wine and knocked over her glass and curses silently <laughs> under her breath. Ravenna hands her a hanky. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Officer, a biscuit. There you go, love. There you go. Clean it up, nice. Get some soda water on. It seems sets. It's terrible. Philopec well, just smiles gently and puts and it puts a hand on her arm and and nods, not to worry about it. Uh, it yes, uh, so, uh, do give us some credit, Captain. We are not going to tip our hand quite so uh, quite so quickly. We do have a full description of the gentleman, and uh, he is being eagerly sought. Did you have any information as to uh, as to his whereabouts, and could you have possibly run across this galleon? Captain Carlison hesitates momentarily just to see if, if either of the other people at the uh, table with me here steps in, thinking it's a good idea that we, if we mention this to him or not. <laughs> I'm not saying uh, anything. Yeah. <laughs> Subtle eye contact all around the table. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not sure which, you know. Is he not of, he's of the Zultanate? Or, um, yes, he is the, of the Zultanate of Colorado, yes. Uh, no, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying crap, frankly. <laughs> anyway, is this getting back. I'm here trying to like balance this, you know, giving up the the like ship versus universal Armageddon. Hmm. You know, that's. I think. I don't know. There's the whole. Um, I guess we should ask a question first. All right. This this ship that they seek. How exactly is it implicated in this matter? Exactly. Is it? Well, to, uh, uh, to refresh the information, you were very recently given and in quite a bit of a hurry, so I fully understand, and uh, if my notes are correct, which I'm assuming they are, it was Lady Evangeline Amadasio who discovered... Who, Lady Evangeline Amadasio, thank you. He looks at hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. He notes how 
comfortably dressed he is and spotless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Drops his gaze and uh, goes back to his notes. Uh, Lady Evangeline Amadazio, uh, who was a teenager. Evangeline, sir. Lady Evangeline <laughs> Amadazio. Let him get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it would also be quite a bit less distracting if um, Ravenna de Mysterie would stop serving tea and sit the withering look. <laughs> I want to rattle the cups some more. Come on. <laughs> it, is a, it, is a, it was an admirable attempt, young woman, but I was not made head of intelligence of the Zultanate uh, for no reason. Uh, tea would only be served on this ship by a midshipman, and even if uh, you were a midshipman, you wouldn't be wearing footwear quite like that. Please, Fine. make Stop yourself me there, Captain. She slams the tray down. <laughs> The captain no doubt looks highly alarmed. Alarmed? The admiral the admiral yeah. is burying oh, his face in his hands a bit. Yeah. The <laughs> captain on the other on the on the other hand looks quite um, amused. Uh, (laughs) Moya is wearing a countenance of wait until I get you alone (laughs) Uh, oh yes complicated okay Lady Amadazio is known to have uh, is known to have been an initiate of this cult in her early teens quite foolish and eager to please she searched the wilderness of Shakarok, discovered the Croyu vault, discovered the plans, turned them over in the hopes of some kind of approval from this new group she was a part of. We are hoping that she was quite shocked into sensibility when they tested the weapon, which is what might have motivated her to hire those thieves to steal back the Cerulean Star from Rapool. That's what we're hoping. And she had it in her possession when those thieves were successful. But, of course, she lost it again. To the best of our knowledge, the only individuals that could have taken it were one of her house servants. And they were all investigated quite thoroughly, except for the arch Khaldun that was in her employ named Wahoot, the one that was sent aboard the Guanaloco from the hospital that she was sent to. Ah, I see. Yes, if Wahoot had been the servant that stole the Cerulean Star from Lady Amadasio, Evangeline, Evangeline, take your pick, (laughs) then she is the the last place we know to look if she can be located, then perhaps the diamond can be located as well. I begin absentmindedly fingering my hook with the other hand. We are also quite, uh, quite frankly, uh, very curious. When she lost the diamond, she was discovered in the uh, wilderness of Shakarok looking for something. We don't know whether it was the diamond. We, We don't know what she was doing there. We only know that she was attacked by, supposedly, her own cult, or a cult that she tried to escape from, the spawn of the Utter Night, and it was this gentleman here that prevented their taking her and harming her in any way. 
Well, if you did not run into the galleon, so be it. We have but well, one service to request of you, Captain, unless you have further questions or anything to add. Actually, Adam, can you refresh my memory on something? Mm-hmm. Um, when I, I um, made contact with the ship and saw a vision of the actual ceremony that uh, Wahoot used to fuse with the ship, was there visible in any of that a, a gem? that would fit the description of um, the Cerulean star? There was not. Okay, so it wasn't something that was she used in the in the ritual to do that, that there, I know of. That you know of. There was not, no. Okay. All right. Has anybody ever described what the star looks like? Yes, it's a diamond, but how big? Bluey-green in any kind of setting? Lumpo-rock? <laughs> Any of that? I think the one that came closest to it was the uh, the nutcase that you still have locked aboard the Moya's Revenge. <laughs> hmm. I think, and he simply described it as a gem of indescribable beauty, about half the size of a fist. Oh, I forgot about that part. Thank you so much. Well, you, uh, you, you weren't able to make that particular, that one. No, but I did get caught up, but I forgot that description, so Okey-doke. gotcha. Thank you. Okay, so did, yeah. He didn't actually say it was in any kind of a setting, though. So you couldn't say where it is, a belly jewel or something. It's a little big for that. It's in the swamp. Yeah. Just check. Mm. Seven Skies setting, of course. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow, um, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, before you uh, mention this uh, service, we may be able to do... Let's assume for a second that we might know something about this mysterious galleon. What would happen to the other patients? If the patients are still alive and unharmed? Well, whether they're harmed or not, they would be, they would be taken care of. They'd be looked after. They certainly wouldn't be sent to back to Makra. <laughs> Things we discovered about that place are shocking. I have your word on that, then. You do. He looks you dead in the eye. Hmm. Good enough. We know where it is. You do? Yes. And I can tell you that uh, Dr. Pigrini is, in fact, somewhere here on the island. I'd like to have a little word with him myself, if you find him. I imagine that can be arranged, if time permits. How can we find the galleon? Where, where, where shall we send ships? Or can you lead us to it? We could, yes. <laughs> um... Superb. Uh, He waves a hand, and uh, the admiral departs from the table rather quickly, and heads out and and is out the door. Mm Hmm. Let's see. Was there anything else? You hear quite a few orders being barked simply to get the ship uh, unmoored and uh, prepared for sailing. Um. Time to leave. Well. And so we are getting ready to go there, right now. Time is of the essence, Captain. The only other information I see that we're missing that may aid us in preventing the destruction of the dome is to know the nature of a message reported to us by the fraternity of Khaldun. They don't know what the message was. They only know that an incredible amount of power was made use of to determine current and future events and then sent to the Moya's revenge. Yes, that that was actually about the galleon, oddly enough. 
Oh, that reminds me. We've got a guy from the spawn of the Utter Night you might want to talk to. We have him locked in our brig at the moment. Alive? Last I checked, I I don't know what my crew may have done to him since we left, but... (laughs) That's imperative. It's absolutely imperative that uh, that we get... Uh, uh, is the Moyer's Revenge uh, uh, somewhere else? Well, shall I shall I order up another vessel to uh, to pursue the Moyer's Revenge in some other area? No, no, no. Just let us take our boat back a little ways ahead of the Shield of Vows because you know I I, I would rather not the crew run off in any kind of panic without knowing that we are okay. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yes. Considering our normal relationship here. Wisdom. <laughs> Normal. <laughs> Captain, I would consider it quite miraculous if we all get out of this alive. I'm looking forward to this crisis being diffused and the forces that have been brought together parting safely and without incident so that we can all go home. If that happens, Resume I'd consider us all quite lucky. Conflict. Agreed. Now, you had another possible way we could help you were going to mention? He looks to uh, he looks to Karuk and Pard and Ravenna and then you and just simply lays it out. We we've had cooperation among every major authority on the Cloud Islands of the Dome, and have been able to share information among ourselves in order to prevent the unthinkable from happening. We haven't been able to obtain cooperation from one particular Cloud Island. <laughs> And does this really surprise you in all this? <laughs> Not particularly, no. We glance What's... around the table and raise eyebrows. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Who could that be? <laughs> what, uh, what may end up being quite tragic about it is uh, it may be that the pirates of Ilwuz, at least a few of them, with uh, the kind of dealings that you're used to, and we won't go into judging here, we won't talk about what's <laughs> right and wrong, but what you, they're used to dealing with. It may be that they have the information as to where Rapul is, or where he is going to be, and what the situation is between, uh, so far as his dealings with the spawn of the Utter Night. If they're going to meet where it might happen, and it's an incredible amount of funds are going to have to change hands in order for this to take place. What is it that Rapool plans on doing? We know that he doesn't have the Cerulean Star, so how can he be negotiating with the spawn of the other night? Utter night. We're totally at sea on that. And if you could gain any information in that, with that regard, again, we're talking about someone that might be trusted. They certainly won't talk to us. This is sensible. Yes, it's sensible. It's certainly more sensible than getting back pieces of Barathi spiders. Yes. Very disconcerting to open a box and find... Well... Uh, Yes. Yes, I can imagine. You're not making this a better deal. (laughs) 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 And, honestly... Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Captain. Um, Yes. Um... Vena, can I have one of those biscuits, please? <laughs> with or without chocolate bits in? <laughs> oh, oh, oh uh, with, please. There you are. Okay. That looks good. Do you have Go another? 
<laughs> Please, oh help yourself. We've got the whole oh. thing. Anyone else? This kid? This... I haven't tried there one you. of those yet. Let me see. <laughs> there you are, Captain. Take two. They're small. Got to keep your blood sugar up. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> oh, and I'll take one for the bird. <laughs> I don't know if chocolate's good for the Toss bird. it out the window to him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Catch>. <laughs> and off in the distance you hear... Tell me I'm a bird. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the 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 fork that's in Moya's hand is bent in at a ninety degree angle. <laughs> Benna very sweetly leans forward and says, "Biscuit." <laughs> no, no, no. And uh, the Philopack actually, uh, Philopack is actually trying to hide a half grin as he looks down at the table among his papers. <laughs> And just kind of um, snickers a little bit to himself. <laughs> I like him. You know, I really do like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, imagine, I, I imagine our uh, course is pretty clear. We have a destination. We have a goal. We'll attempt to meet that goal. Captain Carlos and whatever navigational information you can pass on before you leave... To uh, to the admiral, uh, would be much appreciated. And in the meantime, uh, let oh. us hope that we're successful. Our first attempt will be to locate the Moya's Revenge and the Galleon. Well, like I said, just follow us. We'll take the the boat and uh, and secure our own ship before you arrive, and we can take things from there. Uh, there is one interesting little hitch as far as speaking with Wahoot. Do you have... Uh, I guess it... Um, I'm guessing you don't... I'm guessing you don't have Koldun uh, on board given your uh, Zoltanistas and all? There are Koldun serving, uh, serving in ship's maintenance capacities as Sky Sailors here, but of course they are all thoroughly fettered. Not helpful. Well, there's the, the little thing there. The I'm 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 going to 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 glance to the others, the other two, to kind of ver- verify that th- this probably should be mentioned to them. Um, I nod. I shrug. I shake my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, who- I put my hands over my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Wahoot seems to have become part of the ship. I'm sorry, say again? <laughs> Wahoot seems to have become part of the ship, melded with it somehow. Oh my god, did, 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 she, did she suffer? Is she, is, was she injured? It did... Oh, no, apparently not, but she makes very good lunch. <laughs> And wine. Don't you'll have to. Wine. You'll have to see when we get there. I uh, imagine they will. They will need need feeding by the by the time we we get back. Um, I think if if I can describe in brief what happened, that might help. Oh yes, absolutely. Because I I, I saw this. Anapek uh, looks to you and then looks to one of his uh, secretaries and says, "Take this down." Okay. <laughs> so I I will in, in general terms describe. Um, what I saw. And no doubt they are all aghast. <laughs> and agog. 
Mad Arch Khaldun. They follow a pattern, you know. It's very disconcerting and discouraging at the same time, but but fascinating as well. Is, is this sort of thing common? Well, not specifically what you're referring to. Uh, there is a village in uh, there is a village in Creo where an arch Khaldun went mad, did something along those lines, and now every time it rains, the thatched roofs rethatch themselves to new. They have never had to replace the roofs on any of the buildings in that village. Uh, Terribly well, practical. I, I, I heard tale on Barathi. There was a an arch Khaldun, a very young one, as a matter of fact. I think she was, I think she was in her late teens performed some kind of similar ritual that it all ends in them disappearing or melting somehow. Well, in that village, the food screams every time you eat it. Very strange. Very strange. I haven't heard ah. of this one yet. Which, which village is that? I don't think I want to go there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll see if I can get that information to you. I don't recall it off the top of my head, but uh, it's, I assure you, it's quite true. It's quite true. Mm. They'd be invaluable. It would... It, to, to have a ship that could uh, to have a ship that could do such a thing when it's fired upon would be quite amazing. Of course, uh, that would require whatever authority wishes a fleet of that type to have a steady supply of suicidal arch goldoons, <laughs> which uh, is doubtful. But um, yes. if I may suggest, actually, once all this is over, perhaps nobody should have that particular ship. Uh, I only hope that uh, we're all alive and safe and well and in a position to negotiate that point, Captain. Indeed, I, I, we should yes. get on. Yeah, we should. We should get. We should. We should get underway here. Uh, in, indeed, so. All right then. Give Thank us about. You. Yeah, give us about a a half hour lead that should put that should keep us just just visible, and it's not like you couldn't uh, overrun us in our little boat over here anyway. But give us uh, sufficient time to get back, warn the crew that, yes, we are expecting you. It and shall be as you say, Captain. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. One more biscuit. <laughs> 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 Try the shortbread. They're tasty. There we go, yeah. <laughs> you got any of those coconut things? <laughs> no. Oh, there's one right there. Oh, thank no, you. No, there's no coconut. <laughs> Okay, oh, it reminds me of that space station. They don't have T-shirts here, do they? <laughs> as you're, uh, as you're I'll heading, drop a few, I'll drop a a few in my pocket on the way. Out. <laughs> as you're heading out the door, as uh, as you're heading out the door of that uh, that cabin with the table, the the grand gallery that you were just having your little uh, meeting in, uh, Philopec does raise a hand, and a guard steps in front of the door to stop you. Uh, I do so apologize deeply, Miss uh, Miss de Mistier, But uh, could I trouble could I trouble you to recover my watch from the monkey squid? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this watch. Um, You're so kind. Uh, Thank you allow so much. Me. A delightful creature, delightful creature, most useful, it, no doubt. And it's very surprising. Uh, many apologies. <clears throat> no worries, no worries at all. What is its name? <laughs> Mittens. 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 Let's make a break for the door. He turns to his. He turns to his. He turns to his scribe. Write that down. <laughs> 
<laughs> Captain, don't forget your hat. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, please. A midshipman comes forward and hands it over to you. Good man. Good man. <laughs> <sighs> uh, as you get back up on deck, you see a ship pretty much transformed, uh, where it was almost sedate with uh, minimal activity, other than people running around with bits of paper and scrolls. Uh, you now see a uh, line everywhere, uh, sheets being bent and sails being hauled up and just a full ship in readiness and uh, the admiral the admiral giving orders. The admirable admiral. The admirable admiral. <laughs> there we go. He's Admiral Admirilio. <laughs> of the Zultanate. I like that. That's good. I'm going to keep that. That's a good Zultanate name. That's a good Zultanate name. Admirilio. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow. This is sure picked up, hasn't it? Mm, your course, Indeed. Captain. He, he, uh, he stops. Uh, he, uh, the, uh, the Admiral stops. Your course, Captain? I give them the, like, I judge the rough heading, let him know, and... I wasn't clear. I didn't remember when he left. Does he know that he's following you in the boat? He should, yeah. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Uh, good luck. Safe sailing. Likewise. This is, this is, this is exciting. It is. Yes. Because I have no freaking idea what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a clue what the hell's going to happen next. And, oh, wow. And as you're filing out of the room, um, <laughs> my character, Karuk, God, I was like, I'm, wow, that's just senility stepping in at 38. That's scary. Can I remember his name for a second? Um, Karuk kind of glances over at the Admiral and mutters, Evangeline. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I think I just tattooed my finger with my pen. <laughs> down. Is it a smiley face? No, it's just a straight line of poking oh. my index finger with my pen, and now I've got a <laughs> line of dots. It's like a pointillist painting. <laughs> very, very beginning of a pointillist painting. Yeah. Come back in six months, and it'll be a sailboat. Yeah. It'll be pretty pointless. <laughs> I'll get some, oh. some different colored pens, see what I can come up with. Okay, uh, yeah. Can we discuss uh, your penile paintings later? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> run away, run away. It's a big so, plus. So, yes. So Sorry. when we get back to the, to the <laughs> revenge... <laughs> Where Please. to which we have genteely hauled ass. Yeah. <laughs> genteely mind. Oh, yes. uh, when you get back to the Moya's Revenge, uh, as you approach the, sh the, the ship, uh, first of all, you have to catch up with it because it seems to be in constant motion. But mm -hmm. uh, as you approach the ship, you see a scout, uh, a scout craft, a small crail ship uh, off of one of the larger Krell war vessels in the area uh, right alongside the galleon uh, actually trying to talk with Captain Bellwipe <laughs> and, and negotiate terms for him to turn his vessel around and follow them back to the Krell ship but they don't seem to be having a lot of success and, Megaphone uh, please <laughs> Hi! Right you are. 
Excuse me, I believe that's mine. <laughs> no, no, no it, it, it's not yours. This is my captive. I'm, I, this is my, they are my enemy and my prisoners. Yep. <laughs> the commander of the Krell vessel <laughs> looks behind him and sees that, that there's a, a small craft approaching and uh, sees that there's a much, much larger craft approaching behind that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And borders his uh, small skiff away from the galleon to rendezvous with the larger ship behind you. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like eyeing the four of you in the boat, knowing that this... Knowing that this I wave. Boat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They toss, uh, they, they I toss a few bars of soap uh, over to your ship as best they can. <laughs> that's what got thrown at them when they tried to board it. The whole of the uh, passenger complement of the Guanaloco were bouncing bars of soap off their heads. Oh, yeah. The traditional greeting, native greeting, yes. Yeah. <laughs> They kept trying to get the scout vessel to fire on them, not realizing that the damn thing didn't have a cannon on board. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, you've got some, you've got some Guanaloco soap. <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with nearly as interesting as Acapulco Gold, but it does. Yeah. I mean, got on mm. yeah. But it is less carcinogenic, so there you go. That's right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay. okay. Um, which uh, which vessel would you like to go aboard? Uh, Moya's Revenge, because I want to make sure that they don't go fleeing away from the uh, shield. And or, I would like to have a conversation or, with Johnny. Or doing something like firing on it or something like that. <laughs> I want to check on our spawn and make sure it's still alive. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. I'll go with her. Thank you, because I don't want to go to the spawn by myself. <laughs> He's creeping. <laughs> creepy. Yeah, the, the four yeah. of them came back. The four of them came back. Bonded their back. They didn't catch the captain. The guns are loaded, Captain. We're ready to. We're ready to take off when you give the word. About that. <laughs> <laughs> you see that out there? That away. I. Powerful They're big ship. They'll kill us if they uh, if they encounter us. We'll never be able to take that one on. We're going to wait here for them. So we are. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful As... afternoon running around trying to stay away from all these other crap sacks tracking us down, and here we are. All we had to do was just sit and wait and let them come to us. I knew the captain would figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> he heads to the helm. He heads to the helm and uh, stops halfway to to moon Captain Beltwife on the Guanaloco. <laughs> so he's back at the helm with uh, Bondin, and and the two of them are just uh, shaking their heads. Play your characters. <laughs> you can keep them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. What? Uh, anyway. <laughs> you uh, broke the fourth wall. I'm sorry, sorry. 
I know. I decreased the aesthetic distance. (laughs) He shows great insight. Perhaps he can be a Coldoon one day. Really? Really? I have no idea where this is going. I haven't got a clue what I'm going to do next. Believe as. As I go up to where the the, the home is and, and where and where they're rolling their eyes and all of this, I just, I just kind of kind of say, "Believe me, if I hadn't had the day that I've had, I'd think I was crazy too." Uh, we did have the day that you've had, and odds are still up on the up in the air on that one. <laughs> but I would say that's true for us all. Uh, you saved our lives and you filled our pockets with gold, Captain. We'll be following you. You give the word, that's where the ship goes. We're just glad that they didn't clap you in prison or take your head off or some other nasty thing. Yes. Well, well, we'll, once this whole whatever is going on is over, we'll want to make sure that doesn't happen. But for the moment, (laughs) I think, oddly enough, oddly enough, we're all in the halter right now. Aye. Us, them, the folks on that ship there, all of us. I'd say we get snockered. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Once we get through it all. And we get <laughs> away from them and that. Half a flagon before we get through it all, Captain, just to yeah, cushion just to the be... blow, take the edge <laughs> yeah. off us a bit. You know what I'm... It's been a day, Captain. It's just <laughs> been a day. <laughs> and the mast is making a noise like... And another thing. <laughs> what crazy cold tune put itself in our mast? That's what I want to know. Yeah, that's, up to, that's up to Captain Carlos and whether he wants to go into that or not. I haven't got a story for it. I thought he did, so we can leave now, it. Now, now, now. Calm down. Calm down. It's going to be all right. As I'm... <laughs> Petting the mast. All right, calm down. Sing it the goblin song, Captain. That always cheers it up. Down, down to goblin town. See the little goblin. See his little... Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Oh, my lad. It cheered him right up, didn't it? Was it coincidence or or just um, what well, we're on purpose that we never said anything about taking one of the crew members of the quad, quad the ship on board? Didn't seem relevant. Exactly. He, yeah. <sighs> well, I still think there's more to him than. Uh, is apparent. I was going to say that meets the eye, but in lieu of Michael, Michael Bay's latest travesty, I won't give it the uh, yeah. honor of... Well, we do have a few questions for him now, don't we? Yes. In fact, uh, why don't we have a chat with Johnny once we're sure uh, things are underway and before we receive our guest. And uh, after we check our ship for any kind of... I still don't... I know I'm in the minority here. I still don't know if I trust this whole... I mean, I want to stop the destruction of the dome as much as the next person, but Zoltan it? <sighs> I, well, they're not utterly without honor, but... Yeah, I just don't I, know if I And I friend. trust his word. It's just once this is all dealt with, if, we're, if, if we come out of it alive, well, then we need to be hitting the road as quick as we can. 
Well, I, I as it, it were. Mm. I would still feel more comfortable if we check, and I'm going to insert a little out of character thing here because I don't know what it would be if we check for bugs. <laughs> if we check for for any kind of whatever the settings equivalent of of surveillance. Well, he is a he is a spy master. We expect sneaky things. Yes. We haven't received any new crew members while we were away, have we? Mm. Like a new cook or new cabin store. It's the cook. It's always the cook. <laughs> you know he's, how they are. I suggest you a cook. Yeah. Cabin I, boy I, ninjing around. <laughs> Just I suggest you thoroughly search mittens. <laughs> you leave mittens out of this. Hey, I'm only saying. <laughs> Part just scared the crap out of me. He's just indicating essentially that Philopec is in fact a spy master and now uh, I can't um, even though I'm going to play like an idiot I can't afford to <laughs> it's like I've left myself no option this guy's got to be smart as a whip and I'm not I've always wondered how a game master deals with that kind of thing when you've got this nefariously scheming villain and you're like I don't think that way, and now I've got myself into quite a pickle. So I'll be interested to see how you deal with this. Uh, oh, it's this easy. Just you listen to what the now. players say, and then you retcon. What you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Okay, the shield or, allows... Or just the basic, you know. <laughs> That's right, just <laughs> wink. Oh, you'd like me to just tell you, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. The shield of is coming up on... Uh, Okay, it's coming up. Uh, uh, is approaching the. Uh, well, let's say it's it's uh, probably about half a mile away, and, uh, and okay, you can um, see clearly both the ships. Let, let's sure. let's see if we can talk to Johnny and see if he's ever seen this cerulean star and if he might have seen what happened to it, or if he has any kind of con- if he's had any kind of contact with Wahoot and if he has any kind of message for us. And I still think there's something to that. Well, he's had contact of a sort with Mahout. And we, do, yeah. and we yeah. do still have a a, a like live spawny guy down below, right? Right. Oh, do we? He's still alive. That's yeah, what we're going to go check on him. We need to go see Yeah, we're doing that. I don't smell Anybody's any pain done stench in. on the ship other than Killick's lack of hygiene, so it could... Well, they'd have probably uh, thrown him overboard, so... <laughs> <laughs> Whilst we were away. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, I'm sorry. Who wants to do what? Kill it, I kid because I care. I care. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think um, Ravenna and Pard were talking about going and checking on Mr. Coldoon. Right. If we may be excused. By all means. Okay. Right. Let's do this. Wacky, uh, Mr. Wacky, bald-headed Caldoon, the skinny, nasty, crazy guy is uh, still naked. Still has the fetter around his neck. Pardon me, since I'm going to be not... I'm going to take a quick bio break, but uh, since I'm not... Since I'm not in the scene anyway, we'll have to be brought up to speed. So... Okay. I'm going to be. I'll be as quick as I can, though. Would you? Would, would should we just take this opportunity for everybody to take a quick 
you know, yeah, coffee grounds. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. I can use a drink. Okay. Intermission music. Intermission music. Oh, that was very good. Now I just need to find the like mall music from Dawn of the Dead and that's the like the like hat trick there. I remember it now, yes. Okay. Quite well, work that way. What what is what is this game that you're going to run, please? I don't I don't uh, know. It is the M Force game where you play monster hunters. It's it's kind of a um, oh. you know what it reminds me of, although there's more just my love of the show than anything else that conjures this visual, but it's almost like NCIS with monsters instead of murders that they're investigating. So they're bad monsters who deserve to get their butts kicked? Yes. Yep. They're not and just four little monsters hanging around, being slightly different and monster-esque, and big bullies. No, I have around. a different game for that. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, Funkadelic Frankenstein on the Mean Streets of Monster Town, which eventually. Of course, it would be. <laughs> yeah, I just I gotta run that at some time. Even I don't care. I it's gotta be done, just because I love the title. You've mentioned it before. <laughs> yes. And and it, it went over like a ton of bricks, so I won't be. But I'll eventually run it for someone. By God, damn it! So, I will. That's right. That's so funny. We will play it because it's great. Yeah. What kind of weapons do you get? I haven't got that far in the book. I'm, I know you get. It's pretty much modern day, so I don't know if they. I know they use reg modern weapons, but I don't know if in addition to that they have. I know they have special. Uh, the equivalent of Q branch, except it's not necessarily you know they they come up with neat new weaponry and such, but I don't know how advanced. Um, hmm. So if I have to make a ruling on that, I'm going to finish the book and then make a make a GM ruling on it. But I'd rather see what I like to see what the official uh, take on things is before I start messing with it. Okay. But uh, but it just it seems like a really fun game. So, so, uh, but it would be cool if there was were more people. You probably want all new people who've never no. played before. <laughs> no. With, yeah. No, I mean, hey, like I said, anybody <laughs> from here is, I just didn't know if, uh, I don't want to be stretching other people's time commitment, but that's up to you guys to make that call. So why am I even, it's open for anybody. <sighs> from here who wants to uh, to do it. <laughs> I know, well, I know I can't. I know that I can't uh, I, I, I can't get into that. Yeah. Um, but, Nikki, I uh, order you. I order you to join. <laughs> <laughs> well, since since uh, when is she your minion? <laughs> I make no, a very it, good minion, actually. No, the correct <laughs> yes, response to worship. that... The correct response to that is some at least reasonably good flavored pie hitting me right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. 
Well, you know, and look at yeah. it this way. If we do have some fellow gutter Skypes on in this game, it gives more of an excuse uh, reason to uh, put, it on the, <laughs> put it on the podcast. <laughs> so that's just a six of one. You got anything? You got any other orders there, Mister Random? Huh? You got any other ones? <laughs> yeah, order this. Cooked Paco, food. Order this. Cooked food with bones in it. How would you like that in the face? <laughs> no, you got any crunchy frogs? Marion, I don't do bones. No. Oh, okay. Yuck. <laughs> no, I'm just. Uh, I'm sorry, but I'm reading between the lines here, and I think maybe. You might be interested in this because there's <laughs> monster hunting involved. Mm. So, but the evil, but icky, goosome ones—not the like, oh yes, you're so cute. No, you're not. You're oh. dead. You're oh, dead. Dad, weird. <laughs> <laughs> dead. Dead. That's right. <laughs> but, but no, that's okay. <laughs> <sighs> I'd love. As to it happens. Up. It later, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. It doesn't As a martyr. matter. Martyr, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I may be starting another game myself in the near future. I'm not, I'm, I'm still kind of working on that, but maybe, so we'll, we'll see. Cool. Wow. So are we all back? I'm not here, yeah. sorry. No, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll wait for you, don't worry. <laughs> he, he, re- he pre-recorded those responses knowing that we would have a break, and that's what we're listening to right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. And He's that. got the Harry Seldon audio program. That <laughs> knows just what to do. Um, okay, yeah. Where? What am I looking at? I'm looking at my scenario. Like it's going to help. <laughs> Where the hell am I? Are you kidding? I'm going to be listening to the past sessions during the week because i got to make sure I keep all this stuff straight in my head so I don't lose track of who is where and what we're doing and what. And I am so sorry. I, I, no, I no, what, it's, I it's great. I, it's, no, it's me. great. I'm just not very good with, with uh, you know, I'm, I read pulp for a reason because <laughs> it's, you know, so... Uh, I'm not either, but I have no problem with saying, excuse me, could you tell me when that happened? Because I forgot. Yeah, I, Good. Oh, you see, yeah. I've already done that one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm always myself with that. Okay, well, I'll as long as we're in that, that vein, then whose husband were we talking about earlier in the uh, briefing? I was zoned out for two seconds and missed that crucial piece of information when we were talking with the Admiral and... and Talk. It was we were talking about Evangeline for a moment, and then somebody's husband came up, and I just Pagrini, wanted to make sure. Pagrini's wife. We were talking about her. So, oh, Gladys, right. Oh, yeah. Gladys Wumper. Okay. Gladys. <laughs> With her very okay. silly last name. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, she so, does so live yeah, in Gladys Cato. Wumper. She's in custody, um, and Dr. Pagrini's trying to fetch her. Back. Right. But he doesn't okay. know that she's in custody. She left him, and we still don't know why. He might be a rat bastard after all. We just don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that term. For some reason, it always makes me laugh. <laughs> it's a good phrase. It really is, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> he, he actually was one of the crew, not one of the patients, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. he says... <laughs> <laughs> I think that yeah, might be one of the monsters that M-Force fights, the rat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> With long, sharp... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm just Don't wondering know. if he wouldn't bring some of his work home with him, and that's why she left him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. What a crazy idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you can always speculate, but, you know, let's not go nuts. <laughs> hey. uh, wacky. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, yes. Outside the cell, and there's the uh, yes. there's the uh, uh, the naked Coldoon. Not very happy. Expect not. You couldn't have put a towel on him or something. Uh huh. <laughs> he asked for his robe back. He, he, nobody wanted to give it to well, him. And yeah, okay, but oh, ick. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so uh, yes, he's just scowling against the back. Back uh, bulkhead furthest from the cell door, and leaning there, and and just being very uh, rat-like, mm. <laughs> standing there, studying different ways of looking meaner. <laughs> no one probably help if he had a mirror. I'm sure he probably would. Yeah. He can't quite remember his evil expression number six, but he'll get it. He'll get it again as soon as he gives a mirror. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, he's still alive anyway. Yes, he seems to be in order. No, I was thinking about it, but I don't really have anything to say to him. Do you? <laughs> no, I wanted to just make sure nobody bumped him off in our absence, <laughs> truthfully. I think I've given up trying to reason with him. He's just a total nut job, isn't he? I'm a lot more reasonable when I've been given clothing. Mm. Think of it as a an air bath. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. yeah. Friend, did did we ever find out what his name is? I'm not, I'm gonna ask. What what is your name, my friend? Bastard. Bastard. That's right. That was his name. Fix you. <laughs> <laughs> and. Do you, do you like grass? <laughs> I was talking about Acapulco Gold. No, 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 no. Normal grass. Do you like grass? Do you like birds? Do you like flowers? No. Hmm. You just want to see them all wiped out completely. Improve the universe, wouldn't it? Well, I would like to rip the wings off of a few of them before the final uh, destruction. I like the sound they make when they're suffering. But why destroy it all? That's what I want to know. And I want my robe. We all want something, don't we? Hmm. Well, I expect, I expect you'll get something soon. All right. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let him know. <laughs> Let's just um, move on. Were you guys gonna talk to? Um, I can't remember his name now. Uh, yeah. Or, or are we gonna see him next? Um. I think that was where we were. Yeah. Headed when? Uh, or, yeah. And where you going? Okay. That's good. So, because it'd be interesting to know if if he's 
has any information on whether or not the gem was on board or if he knew anything about it. Yeah, I don't... Where is he? Sorry. <laughs> While they're down below, I'm going to set up uh, signal flags for the uh, shield of, of bows, requesting them to give the galleon a, a broadside when they arrive. You uh, successfully, you successfully signal that to the shield of bows. <laughs> you see uh, signal flags uh, uh, sent up from the shield of bows with a very simple message: repeat. <laughs> and I send these same signal flags up uh, again with a, like I said, added to the, to it, basically. <laughs> Back at you. <laughs> is anyone uh, has anyone got any telescopes trained on the shield of vows? Um, well, I I, 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 we I, I, I probably do to, to to like keep track of the like of the like messaging. Okay, along the uh, along the forward rail of the ship, you see a row of telescopes <laughs> right back <laughs> very intently. <laughs> In in your general vicinity, uh, either uh, peering closely at you or or at the Guanaloco, and uh, and um, and a way boat being lowered from the shield of vows, they uh, they don't appear to be running out their guns, getting ready to blow this other ship out of the water. I, I think what they're probably looking for is some kind of hostility between your ship and the other ship, and not uh. seeing any, it doesn't seem that they quite want to carry out your. Instructions, <laughs> just all out of hand. Hmm. Okay, for the, for, he says we should blow the other ship the, to pieces. Well, let's the, go ahead and do it. For, for <laughs> the, the ones that are what, that are looking my way with those with those telescopes, I'm going to do the, the the like semi comedic look up over my my like scope at them, back in the end of the scope, back up, gesticulate towards the like one loco. Nodding wildly. <laughs> okay. Their attention, their attention is definitely split between your antics and um, trying to make out what it is the strange man in the blue coat on the crazy boat is trying to scream at them from the megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> While waving a bar of soap net out. <laughs> yes, really. In a threatening manner. <laughs> and, yeah, there's probably a couple of uh, couple of uh, patients uh, in the ropes, uh, um, probably making rude gestures at the, at the other ship. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Wait, uh, the away boat is getting closer, and as it gets closer, it realizes that Captain Beltwipe is insulting them and daring them to fire and all the rest of this stuff. Mm. Much what they heard from the other uh, Krail scout vessel that uh, docked, uh, came came aboard with them, uh, and you see uh, you see uh, Zoltanit and uh, Colrona and Krail, uh, uh, Zoltanit, uh, Colrona and a Krail officer in the 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 away boat that's headed towards the Moya's Revenge. They're bypassing the. Uh, they're bypassing the Guano Loco entirely. Was was there anything else we were going to do be, before they got here? I know we were talking about something, but you you know I you, just you were going to see Johnny. Oh, we're going to yeah. talk to Johnny. 
Um, generally, I don't know. Do you want me to handle that? Well, oh, quiet. Yeah, Johnny is with a sailor forward, learning how to tie a monkey knot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Of course he is. (laughs) Does Mm -hmm. does our Caldoon in the hold? Could he tell us anything else? Because I just realized that I have I have the unicorn gift, and if he's insane, could I heal him with a touch? Hmm. Or kill him, one or the other. Um, <laughs> but but if he's got if if he is a big puzzle piece with something locked inside his twisted, warped, pathetic excuse for a mind, is that something that? Or perhaps he's just a bit player at this point. It's worth a try. I forgot all about, but I might kill him, and then they'll show up for him, and then he's dead, and then I'm in big trouble, eh? <laughs> Yeah. Are we can are we all together? Can I can we I don't want to be contributing to a discussion that I'm not actually supposed to be uh, you know as a character that he wouldn't be I think we can easily make the assumption that you're all gathered on yeah. Yeah. after having seen the Okay. Because I'm thinking assume uh, if he wants his robe, I don't think we should give him his robe because it's I is he's too anxious for it. I'm wondering if he's got some sort of Fetter neutralizing uh, property or item or something. Explosive. But poison. Something like that, yeah. But we could. Something that. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that too. But we could maybe give him something to wear and see if that. If it's truly just to be clothed that he wants, then maybe that would loosen his tongue. I don't think that it is going to make a fetid dingo's kidneys bit of difference, but... Uh, <laughs> but what could you give him that he couldn't use to kill himself with? Or that you'd have to take the fetter off of him to give it to him. I'm busy writing down fetid dingo's kidneys. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Douglas Adams. I can't yeah. take credit for it. <laughs> okay. Yes, but... But well applied, well done. <laughs> it occurs to me that throughout this entire game session, and we haven't well, rolled any dice. Take, exactly, take it, take it for what it's worth. But we haven't rolled any dice, and if Ravenna wants to try uh, gift of the unicorn on this guy in whatever circumstances, whether he's been given, you know, so ships, uh, some regular ship slops clothing to wear or whatever, uh, or not, uh, it's up to you. No, as the head cheese, you're supposed to say yay or nay, you see? Haha, not up to you. Mm, yes, you it's can about try. free will. <laughs> yes, yes, you could decide if you want to try your, your gift of the unicorn on this guy to cure his insanity, or decide not to use your gift of the unicorn. It's up to you. <laughs> It'll be a, a roll of the die, and the challenge rating will be a... Uh, really 15. high. <laughs> It'll be a 15. This guy's... Uh, yeah, this guy's um, four beers short of a six-pack. Um, well, I could offer it up to the group and the captain as as the attempt if trying to find out what makes these nut jobs so determined to destroy everything, if, if this particular nut job would know, and if he has any more information regarding... The jewel, if it's worth it, I'll give it a shot. But I can't guarantee success. 
It is a little strange. I mean, they would destroy themselves along with everything else. Unless they have some religious belief that says we're going to be taken up to this to uh, heaven with 126 nymphomaniacs or something like that. <laughs> the way you do when you blow up the world. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yes, as is so often the case. That's right. <laughs> QED goes without saying. <laughs> well, first of all, are you going to give this guy some clothes or, or just... Uh... I mean, they're going to be here soon for him. I would him. love to, but safety-wise, I'm not sure if it's a good idea. Well, These people know how to handle uh, people like this, so I was inclined to let them take care of it, but... Yeah, but we're the know. heroes. We're supposed to do all the crazy shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the ship. That's not... Uh... <laughs> it was just a suggestion. Because <clears throat> I, I realized, look, I've, I've got... I've got the, maybe I should hang on to my power for later, then. No, it's not a bad suggestion, really. Oh. I... Did give them the the I, I I did kind of drop that little thought that he might not be alive when we when we got back, you know. So long as we haven't hauled him up onto the the deck where 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 they could check him out there, you know. That's that that, that might might get kind of awkward if they see you go up there, touch his head, and he just collapses and dies. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, well, you know, I think my bad. You think they might get a little suspicious? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, hear some shouting, you hear shouting off in the Squid far distance. Did it. Squid monkey did it. <laughs> Bad you hear shouting off in the distance. Go to your room. <laughs> yeah. The away boat that was headed towards you has taken a wider berth because uh, one of the hats of one of the officers got knocked off by a bar of soap. Because <laughs> they got too close to the galleon. They're uh, taking a little bit longer to get to you than they planned. and. Are you saying step it up and make a decision? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just letting you know that you don't have to. You, you don't have to worry about uh, you know fire under the pot or anything like that. These guys got their hands full. Uh, just making sure that nothing worse than soap gets thrown at them. Mm. Well, he could strangle himself. So if all he wanted to do was to die, he could accomplish that readily enough. I mean, if you're determined, we don't have him. I mean, do we have him tied or anything? I don't know if we do. I mean, he's not armed, and he's got the fetter that is tied to him, so not like he could... I'm assuming we must have him... Well, I assume he's somewhat immobilized. Yeah, but still, I'd say if he was determined to get to kill himself, he could find a way to do that. Hell, he's... Well, he does have a fetter, though, so that doesn't mean anything either. Mm. I was going to say he's Coldoon. He could just magic himself to death, but he can't because he's got the fetter on... Unless he decides to overload the like fetter and 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 have it kill him. Yeah, that's. Thank you. I forgot about that. So yeah, I stand by my statement. If he was just determined to kill himself, he could do it. Then he could do that. Um. I guess the next question then is, how can we help? I mean, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Let me clarify other- that. Well, oh, take one of my style dice. That was glad because it's almost anyway. How can we help Ravenna cure him? (laughs) 
And do we want to? Because, you know, just because he's insane doesn't mean he doesn't still believe in what he's saying. And that's all we need is a uh, sane bastard to worry about. And would that... that's uh, a good point, too. Yeah, and and would that harm his usefulness for their interrogation? So it's best to just leave well enough alone. Perhaps. What the hell with them? We can take credit for getting his knowledge if we, you know, make us look. <laughs> We're contrarian, sir. <laughs> so I'm a little cautious, okay. <laughs> there she goes. Kind of Go you know, this is the kind of, of thing that they make style dice for. Let's yeah. be honest. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. So I'm, I'm tossing in my style die and I'm going to try and heal him? I'm going to donate one. Oh, thank you. Ooh, look at that. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're this is a, another one. I just could. Well, I mean, well, well, both of you, since, since I have no Koldun-like powers, I will just stand by and look Im- imposing while all this goes. <laughs> Hold a big stick and Casey wiggles out of that fetter, okay? Exactly. <laughs> How many die do I get to roll? Uh, on this one, it's... Uh, t- Six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about five? Wait, I just I just one. thought of something important. Otherwise, I wouldn't be cutting everyone off. That's quite um, right. If 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 he has a fetter on, does that mean that magic can't affect? I mean, do you have to take the fetter off to make the magic work on him, or is it simply a thing that lets him not use his magic on anybody else? To the best of my knowledge, the fetter is something that is meant to keep his power specifically in check. Okay, good. Okay. That's important. Okay. Yes, it is. Yes, Because yeah. I'm not taking now, that fetter off. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? The challenge the challenge of 15 on this doesn't really work. <laughs> no? No. It's got to be a challenge 11. Oh. Really? Yeah. I, it'd be nice if it was possible. <laughs> uh <laughs> So, yeah, cause oh, is it only two die? Is it only because, well, you, you go with two die, you add plus two for your Khaldun, because you've got a forte of Khaldun at good plus two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In um, my unicorn. So you roll the two die, and if you don't like any of the, uh, either of the numbers or both of the numbers, you've got style die that you can roll to replace a low number. Gotcha. And does she have... Uh how does she have the, the unicorn gift? Is that as a she as, has a, that technique? as a chain? Te- te- yeah, she has that as a chain ca- technique. So, the, so, the, so that would come into it too, as well. Exactly. If, as either a. But that gives me four, does it a, not? Two for the unicorn and two well, for the. Well, it two? would be a a plus. Does, does, is the chain it. different? Let me let me look that up because. As far as I know, the chain is just a, pl- a, a plus one or re-rolling one of the dice, but let me... That is my understanding of it, yeah. But let's make sure that the chain technique isn't any different. Or, uh, actually, no, the chain, te- the chain te- te- techniques w- were just cheaper, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And okay, you so it, it should be the other things. You have to use them with the thing that they're chained to. Yeah, so... Uh-oh, somebody's roboticizing. Mm. Wasn't me. It's probably me. Time. Oh, it was it's you. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. Womp, womp, womp. Exterminate! Give him another cookie. Shut up, you. Have another so here's, cookie. <laughs> so, Mickey, here's what you can do. Yes, we've sir. got what? We've got your style die. We've got a style die from Pard. Yeah? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, all right, so that's one, two, two dice to roll. Yeah. Here oh, goes. Two dice to start with. So if you roll four of them, and pick the best two. You can pick the best two. Ooh, need a good place here where they won't get lost. Hot diggity dog. Okay. Woo woo. We've got a six and a five. Bum, mm -hmm. bum, bum. And Ooh, then the other adding anything. fours. Hmm? Without adding anything, you already made it. I did it. I did Slick. it. Yeah. Yay. All right. Now let's add plus two to that. And you've got uh, 13. And what the hell? Plus two for the, uh, plus one rather for the technique. Brings it up to 14. For a challenge rating of 11, which means you succeed exceptionally better than you expected. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds slightly hedged, but all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I didn't kill him, Captain. Well done. Yeah. Me. <laughs> that's that's very good. <laughs> I'm getting better. <laughs> Bastard is crouched over in the cell. Uh, what specifically did you do? Did you lay hands on his shoulders or his forehead? I or touched his, his, his grimy little head, you know. Okay, he's he's crouched down um, away from your hand, and he is extremely embarrassed and is weeping uncontrollably, just crying and crying and crying. And, and uh, that is all I'm going to describe as to what he's doing. You get to tell me how you succeed. Oh, I forgot about that part. Um, <laughs> he has he has come back to sanity. He's Ooh. maybe not necessarily a pleasant person, but the adoration of death and pain is broken. Hmm. And he has to accept what he's done in the past. And that's kind of where he is right this second. So I give him a hanky. <laughs> he blows his nose. <laughs> Loudly, hopefully. <laughs> With the big honky sound. <laughs> That'll be a unique waveform I've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> and I say to Pard, maybe, maybe he can answer you now. Okay. I'll just keep doing this until you ask me anything. <laughs> Have a Comforted. good out, love. Better outfitting. <laughs> Take it easy, friend. We really do want to help. Here, let's get a towel and wrap it around him. He gratefully accepts whatever fabric, towel, sail clothes, tar tarpaulin, whatever you can wrap around him, and mm -hmm. and just sit, plots himself down on the on the bed cot, bulkhead portion of the wooden thing sticking out for him to sit on. Where can we start? Um, you have been given a unique opportunity, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> we 
rather not keep calling you bastard. Do you do you actually have a name? <laughs> Even if it weren't my name, that's what I'd call myself right now. I don't deserve to live. <laughs> Can you tell us what had happened? Did you join them of your own volition? Oh, I'm so worthless. I'm going to go so talk to Johnny. This is the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so worthless. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. Don't take me back into that black nightmare. I don't want to remember any of it. Somebody kill me. I deserve to die. <laughs> so this is supposed to be an improvement, right? Mixed <laughs> <laughs> blessing and all that. <laughs> yeah. You know what they want to do, right? Huh? What? You know what they want to do, right? Mm. Oh. Uh. Yes. Would you have a role in trying to stop it? Sure. <laughs> Can't stop it, though. There's too many. They're too strong. And I don't know enough. All you need to know is something we don't. And we know a few things. I heard a name. Mm. I heard a name. A name of a pirate. (laughs) I heard a name of a pirate. It was one of of my leaders was talking. I heard a name. Pescard. Pescard? Pes... Oh, no. What is it? Cord. Cord. Pescord. That was it. It was a pirate. Pescord. There was talk about a lot of money. There was talk about a lot of money. I could have had that money. I could have done good with it. I should be killed. (laughs) If you don't help us stop them, you will die. We'll all die. So here's your chance to gain worth. Yes? Yes. Uh, I just need to have a lie down. <laughs> I just need to have a lie down. Thanks here, for the here, wor- thanks here, for the here. Wor- have, a, have a biscuit here. <laughs> oh, those are the good ones too. Yeah. It's only been in my pocket for a few hours. It's with Thank salt you. water. Oh, this is nice. Or no, there's no salt yeah. water. Skies. Nicely, nicely aged. <laughs> this is very nice. Yes, it is. Thank you very much. I'm going to, I need to have a lie down. And would you find my robes, could you? Could you find my robes and burn them? <laughs> we can I'll take care of that, that personally. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I don't know more. Thank you for that, though. For the bit you did tell us. Have a good rest. Thank you. You want your hanky back? No, thanks. Oh. You keep it. It's the gift. Okay, thank you. <laughs> no problem. And he just weeps quietly on the bunk, shaking his head in utter disbelief at what he's done with his entire life. And then when we're all wow. out of your shot, he says, Ha-ha, suckers! <laughs> <laughs> I fooled you! I fooled you! <laughs> 
I think we need to have a like rook hanging out, out outside of his like, uh, of his window again when he <laughs> <laughs> to listen for maniacal cackling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course, okay. the, interesting, the the interesting part is going to be com- you know protecting him from them. I know. I know that. <laughs> You know, it's too bad we couldn't find a way to to blanket a large area with your gift because we could we could uh, cure the people on that ship. Oh, oh! I don't even she know if that's possible. What a challenge, though, huh? Yeah. Of course, I could knock them all stone dead too, because you know it's a very iffy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Killer cure. <laughs> they can, they can, they have protection. They've got soap. Sorry, they do. Good point. <laughs> he rolled a two, and all their heads have fallen off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what style dice are for. That's what Nine style dice. Are. Whoops. <laughs> I wonder if it's even possible to cure an entire ship at once. Well, I think we have. They all held hands in a chain. And saying kumbaya. Maybe. Why not? No, I prefer Michael row your boat ashore, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but you can only, you can only, you you can't, you can't use your gift again so quickly, right? That would be. I wasn't thinking of right this. Another time. Well, it's. Right now, let's see if it works right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, it is after seven, so. Yeah, it is. Speaking of. Of rowing boats ashore, our visitors have probably gotten here by now. All this time I've been trying to get everybody's attention and I was muted. Take a drink, everyone. (laughs) Okay. Take a drink, everyone. I don't know what the last thing you heard was, but here here I'm I'm like, I think I'm talking over everybody, and I I stop, and it's like, dip, they can't hear you. (laughs) Um, while we're uh, at the nearly at the close of the evening here, I want to give yeah. Captain Carlison the opportunity to give up a style die before he's only assigned two at the beginning of the next session um, for the simple uh, for the simple expedient of you knowing the name Pescord and where None. in fact he can be located. Okay. Yay! Pescord. Captain knows Pescord. Yay. Good. Has or has heard of him and knows where he can be located. Okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, please proceed. No, I just wanted to let, let let him do that before you know the night yeah, was over. Yeah, we were just saying this Done. is a good place to start next time. Yeah, probably as the crew gets on, uh, as or as the guys in the away boat are probably about to us by now. So that would be a great place to like pick back up. <laughs> Soap can only keep and, you fended <laughs> off for so long. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> And they're not all dead shots with an over overarm. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Interesting developments. It. Yes. Uh, dun, dun, dun. The exposition was it was intense, and now I think we're pretty much down to some pretty. We're we're not down to some really uh, heavy mystery here. That much, anyway. And we're uh, still showing creative use of a throwaway character. <laughs> yeah. I. Who the mm-hmm. hell? I didn't expect this. <laughs> I, didn't, I thought this guy was just going to get hauled off somewhere or jump off the ship on his own or rot in the cell. I didn't give a damn what happened to Bass. <laughs> <laughs> he was a throwaway character from minute one. <laughs> yeah, but that's the beauty of That's why I love... Exactly. Because yeah. you just don't know where things are going to turn up. 
Exactly. I, I like, love it. But now oh. maybe he'll find new worth in this world as a cross-gender, cross-dressing <laughs> cook or something. You know, you, next thing you know, he's going to be fabulous. He's going to be whomping up omelets. It's going to be great. Don't, don't forget, <laughs> he has the gift of the dragon. He's just going to what? We do need... Yeah, we do need a a, a cook. Mm. <laughs> Cross-dressing or otherwise. <laughs> Start up his own stove, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and if he goes around the bend, he can be the stove. <laughs> really? Good point. And that'll give the mast someone to chat with. <laughs> He could be standing right next to you, and you hear the tea kettle go off. Oh, oh tea's up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah>. love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, with him cured now, that's going to make some things interesting with the incoming yes. people. Mm. I, I was thinking Sorry. that, too. Well, oh, no. my. No, no, Nobody no. else think of ramifications but me. Well, I mean, I, I even thought of them then, but I figured it was mm-hmm. a good idea anyway, so... Because I'm into that whole freedom thing and all that. <laughs> yeah. Like it or and... no. <laughs> Damn pirates. Well, maybe he'll I mean... be a sneaky rat bastard after all. We can hand him over with a clear conscience. You know. Well, I mean, because he's cured to... doesn't make him nice. That's so... true. <laughs> yeah. And just because he's nice doesn't make him cured. <laughs> 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 Oh. No, I, I mean, he's, he's got to be at least somewhat sane, or at least uh, significantly more sane than he was, because you rolled a 14. Yeah. It's got to mean something. Yeah. Yeah. Next session, dang it, I'm talking to Johnny. I've been trying to do that. Yes. Not, yes. not that I'm complaining in time. So. But what about Johnny? <laughs> exactly. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. He's still patiently on deck uh, learning how to tie a monkey fist knot at the end of a whatever. <laughs> Good. All right, cool. Thank you. Thank you all very, very much. That was exciting. Yeah, cool. Thank you. That was and we only rolled one. That, I, mean, I know. <laughs> that happens sometimes. Yeah, happens it's sometimes. just too much stuff had to get talked about and revealed and all that exposition I was talking about. Holy crap. <laughs> I like the way uh, you handled it. That well, was I, good I, method. Yeah. Good. That was great. Good. I was Otherwise, hoping that would, would work out. General Dodonna moment from hell. Oh God! I was thinking that I'm like, this is it's like, oh, come on, you 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 know, war and peace and and uh, <laughs> whatever. So cool. What I'm going to end up doing actually is uh, before a uh, couple of days, maybe tomorrow, maybe uh, whatever soon, everybody's going to get the pieces that everybody got. Cool. So oh, okay. you know, all the notes that the other three characters got, other than yours. I'm going to email to you so you can add it to your stuff, just so that, you know, everybody's on the same page. You know what was um, convolutedly come up with. <laughs> and, uh, well, and uh, like I said, I'm definitely going to be reviewing the, the past sessions and the one this one when it drops. Yeah, that'll be, so that, that would be handy if you have the time. But Yeah, oh, I, cool. I speak them up. I mean, I've compressed the speech so I can get through them in about... <laughs> and thankfully, it doesn't make it sound squeaky. It just speeds the, the thing up, so... Cool. Does it just yeah. talk yeah. fast? Yeah, it, yeah it just makes everybody sound like they're on major amphetamines. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been well. Actually, actually, there there are settings where you can keep the like same tone in that. I've been learning that because somebody on RPG.net put down the challenge of having somebody do a a mashup of Highway to Hell and Stairway to Heaven. Mm. Oh, and I, oh, well. and 
I've been trying, and you know, and you can get the the tempo change without changing the tone of the. Yeah, that's what I'm talking on, about. Really, it, but that's. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. You never go for the easy stuff, do you, Mr. K? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I don't. <laughs> you go for the challenging. That's a uh, yeah. man. Holy because crap. stairway changes. That's what makes mm, it yes, fun. Yes, it does. Yeah. Oh, a couple of really quick tidbits, and then I gotta go because my my I'm being hollered at. Game time is over. <laughs> oh, so, in I gentle and will, loving tones. Yes, yeah, she wants even. dinner. Is what it boils down. <laughs> but uh, the the game is supposed to start November fourth. Now that I've made, well, I figure you know what it can start November fourth, and and we're not gonna get that. I'm just gonna do like a, um, I say this now, but I'll find I'll leave an opening for people to drop in, so. You know, if we start November fourth, then, uh, then, uh, and of course that assumes we don't gutter Skype next week. You know what I mean? I mean, if we decide to do our next session November fourth, then that is going to obviously. I mean, this that's, is my. That's next week, right? November. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think, but I it think doesn't we have. have to... Oh, go ahead. I, I think that's we not weeks, in... so... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you guys think? Two weeks. Uh, I'm game for two weeks from now. Two weeks okay. is fine with me. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, and Nikki, I was being a total jerk when I said uh, I ordered you to get some. <laughs> 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 no, I think it would be a lot of fun. She sounded well, like she needed some real arm twisting there, and I think I, I, you know, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm listening, and I'm like, for crying out loud. And Nikki, I'm going to need to get contact info from you at some point. If you could just drop me an email or something. Yes, sir. Do uh, I do I have your email? I don't. Did it? Oh, yes, wait. It's blindgeek at lioncourt.net. Com. Com. Yes. Yep. All right. I'll send it right to you, sir. Thank cool. you. All right. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. This is going to rock. rock. <laughs> <laughs> good deal. I had a good time listening to it. I'm on the road to Milwaukee on Sunday. Wish me luck, y'all. Ah, so good luck. The uh, Milwaukee fun. run, the dread and evil Milwaukee run. Oh, just <laughs> so, the return of the props that you got? The, oh, the, yes. Well uh, done, Marky. Yeah, so, but I'm going by myself this time, so it's like on the road again, dee, 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 singing and listening to podcasts and laughing like go. at moon. So <laughs> it'll be great. Excellent. So I'll catch up then. Have a great weekend, everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy, Happy right. Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Yay. <sighs> okay, everybody. Thank you very, very much. And uh, uh, stay safe, stay warm, and get some sleep, and see you in two weeks. Yep. See you in two weeks. All right. All right, guys. Care, everybody. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, y'all. And there it was. Much revealed. Many secret dossiers uncovered. Lots of spies, scallywags, and backstage manipulators stripping off their masks simply because of the fact that they don't need to protect an identity that's been blown away into nothing. A threat to the entire dome. Watches stolen soap thrown at everyone and pirates threatened terrible things and some good things i don't need to recap you just heard it wow thank you thank you for listening next gutter skypes episode may release next week and it might be a cartoon action hour or it may not release next week it may release in two weeks and it might be swashbucklers of the seven skies or cartoon action hour not really sure how the scheduling is going. I had a plan. <laughs> uh, you know how that goes. 
But uh, if there's going to be something and anything that becomes available will be made available to you, of course. And that will be the next time the Gutter Skypes release releases in episode 31, hopefully within two weeks. So until then, thanks again, and see you then.